And again, a thank you very much, Christian Zylstra. Bang up job, as always, on our pregame coverage. And we are set for... York College will be kicking off. They won the opening coin toss. They have deferred their decision to the second half. That means Concordia will be receiving, and they will be moving from left to right or from north to south as Jeff Papke puts his foot into it. A high end-over-end kick taken deep by Concordia. They'll take it at the 8-yard line. Brought over to the left side, out to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. Slowed up at the 22-yard line and brought down the return man for the Concordia Bulldogs. Running it out was Robert Ferguson. I beg your pardon, that's Matt Petracic. Petracic, the cornerback on defense, he doubles as their kick returner. And we get our first opportunity to see the Concordia Bulldogs. And I'm joined again by Kyle Akterhoff, providing the color commentary and the knowledge on the broadcast. The Concordia Bulldogs in their white jersey tops, blue numerals, and I uh, would expect, Kyle, a steady diet of Ryan Durden in terms of the running game, and we will see if that plays out. Concordia goes to the air. We have a flag on the plague. Pass completed on the far side, and for the Concordia Bulldogs, looks like an eight-yard pickup on the play on the completion over to Vincent Beasley. I think we had movement by the defenders. Yeah, it looked like uh, we were in the neutral zone there, uh, probably going to decline the penalty and take the result of the play. Uh, and the play much like uh, what Hastings had success with early. Just a simple hitch route. Uh, easy throw and catch for any quarterback-receiver combination. Might have to tighten up the coverage a little bit. Well, this decision a little more difficult than we would have thought. It's either going to be second and two or it's going to be first and five. They decide they opt for the second and two. Can't lose situation. Uh, you win either way, and Concordia will Decline the penalty. They take the play. It's a second down and two situation for the Bulldogs and already our second formation we have seen by the Bulldogs here this afternoon. Second down and two. Football at their own 31-yard line. They need the 34 for a first down, actually 32, so it is a second and two. They turn, hand, give to Durden, flag on the play. He is stopped, tackled in the backfield, upended by Josh Morozik. We had a flag on the play. And uh, after a penalty-free game last week for the defenders, let's wait and see what this call is going to be. It looks, it appears it's going to be against Concordia. And uh, if you're Dort College, a decision here, do you accept the penalty or do you take the play as well? Or is that a dead ball, Kyle, where uh, you have to take the penalty? Um, no, I think they can uh, decline it here. Uh, look like it may have been a procedure. You know, procedure, just somebody got a little bit of a head start on the play. Not early enough to blow it dead. Um, looks like uh, Dort may decline this, resulting in a third down and a third medium for Concordia. It's going to be third down and five, resulted a loss of three on the play. So already some decisions to make early on. A couple of plays, a couple of penalties, but neither of them result in any penalty yardage as the teams decline the penalties and take the plays. Concordia facing a third down and five. Jake Kemp in the backfield for the Bulldogs. Ryan Durden is his running back. Where's number 19. They're looking to the play for, to the sideline for a play, and with 15 seconds on the play clock, Concordia forced to use a timeout. So a little bit of confusion here early on, and Concordia burns their first timeout. This timeout made possible by Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, providing physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. You don't want to overplay this, but early on in the game, 
third down and five, first possession, you really hate to use a timeout that early in the half. Yeah, and they had plenty of time left on the play clock, uh, but there was definitely some confusion. Probably, I'm, I'm guessing it was a personnel thing. They had the wrong personnel for the wrong uh, formation and play call because uh, they had a number of guys looking at the sideline uh, with their hands out wondering what they were supposed to do. Jake Kemp brings the offense back onto the field. Third down and five for the Concordia Bulldogs. They're at their own 29-yard line. They need the 34 for a first down. Now Kemp, sophomore from Decatur, Texas, will call signals. Ryan Durden, he's the workhorse. He's a junior. He's in the backfield. He has 610 yards rushing already this season. Back to pass is Kemp. Kemp flushed from the pocket. He could run for it. He's to the 35 and gives himself up at the 37-yard line. More than enough for a first down. And uh, the defenders brought pressure, but that left an opening up the middle for Kemp, and he took it for the easy first down on the scramble. Yeah, really important to stay in your rush lanes as a, as a defensive lineman, and uh, just created too much of a gap, and uh, it was just too tempting to uh, pass up for uh, Kemp. Looks like we have a change at quarterback. Double-checking that number. I'm not sure that that is still Kemp in. It is not. They go direct snap. That would be the fullback. Number four four. for the Bulldogs. Robert Ferguson. Ferguson, 5'11", 240, takes it up the middle. Two-yard pickup on the play for Ferguson, and that will bring up second down and eight. Second and eight, so uh, Concordia shuffling in some uh, personnel. Now Kemp will come in from the sideline. Where's number six? And that's something that we will have to keep an eye on because obviously they want to do some different things. And that's what the Dort coaching staff talked about this week is everything they had seen from Concordia over the first three weeks, they figured they couldn't take a whole lot away from it because uh, they're searching for what they want and are able to do. Kemp under pressure, throws underneath, pass is complete. That's a six-yard gain on the play before the tackle by Dort College on the far side. That's linebacker flowing to the play for the defenders, Colin Ostenick. Ostenick makes the tackle and sets up a third down and medium play again for Concordia. Yeah, about three-fourths of the offense uh, for the early in the season has gone through Durden. And, um, yeah, I think Concordia is still looking for kind of an identity on that side of the ball. I said 600 yards on the ground, actually 389. That's 68 rushes so far for Durden through three games. Back to pass, Kemp. Kemp, pass is complete. Cabongo comes up to make the stop. Uh, Casey Biker says the ball came out. He's asking for the officials to think about it at least. The official says pass is complete to the midfield stripe, and that is a first down for Concordia. I think they were a little quick with the, with the whistle there. Uh, looked like it could have been bobbled and uh, an incomplete pass, but um, ruled the completion for first down. First down, football at the midfield stripe. Concordia threatening to penetrate Dort College territory. 11:54 and counting. First quarter of play. First possession of the game. Play clock is down to seven seconds. Under center is Kemp. I formation. Dort College showing pressure from the outside. Bring a linebacker up. They hand it off to Durden. Durden gain of five on the play before he is tackled. A couple defenders there to make the stop. And for Dort making the tackle on the far side, that is 
I believe that's Julius Buchanan who made the tackle, number 33. It's going to be second down and five. Football at the Dort 45. Concordia in Dort territory for the first time on this drive. Second down and five. Concordia, they bring, uh, they, they shuffle things around, give you a lot to look at in terms of their formations. Kemp is under center. Don't see many teams line up with their quarterback under center any longer. Kemp sends a man in motion, back to pass. Has Durden open in the flat to the near side. He is tripped up, and he is brought down for a loss. It might be shaken up on the play as he tries to scramble away. I believe that was Tyson Dahlgren who got a hand on his ankle, upended him, brings up third down and seven. Yeah, just enough to, uh, of a piece of Kemp to get him to the ground, but he had some room to run if he uh, kept his feet there. There again, there was room up the middle after the pressure came from the sides. Three receivers set to the right for the Concordia offense. One to the left. Durden in the backfield. Kemp will line up in the pistol. Kemp pointing to his right. Back to pass. Under pressure. Throws. Pass is complete. Cabongo on the coverage, but that's a first down for Concordia. Down to the Dort College 35. A 12-yard gain on the play for Concordia. Pass completed to Vincent Beasley. Beasley. Nine catches entering play today, 113 yards, and that's enough for a Concordia first down. Yeah, nothing real fancy. He's just uh, running 12 yards downfield and turning around. Uh, pretty good ball by Kemp in terms of timing, getting it, at, getting it to the receiver at the right time. Beasley will line up to the near side, and we see the personnel change again. This is Ferguson in at quarterback. Ferguson. Fakes the handoff, keeps it himself, and he is brought down. Nick Bile on the tackle for Dort College. A loss of three on the play on the carry by Robert Ferguson. So Robert Ferguson comes in, runs quarterback. He also listed as a fullback for the Bulldogs as they shuffle players in and out. Kemp back into the game now. He'll line up at quarterback with 9-14 remaining. Concordia really shuffling the deck here. Trying to give Dort College's defense a lot to look at. Second down and 13 for Concordia in Dort College territory at the 38-yard line. Fake the handoff. Back to pass is Kemp. Buchanan brings him down and helping on the play. Jordan Weiland, the linebacker, comes in to make the tackle. That'll bring up a third down and long. And that time we saw Dort College better pass, defense, pass rush discipline that soft spot in the middle wasn't there that time. Exactly right, Mike. They were He was looking to step up in the pocket, but there just wasn't any room there. Uh, better job in the rush lanes. Uh, you mentioned it, but Concordia has just given a lot of window dressing, a lot of different formations and looks, but uh, not a lot in terms of pass route combinations yet. Third down and 20. They need the Dort 25 for a first down. Scrambling on the plate, Kemp. Kemp under pressure, pass underneath. And it's complete down inside the 30 to the 24-yard line. We have a flag on the play, and I'm not sure what that will be. It looks like my guess would be a hold. That would be my guess. I've been not always been correct, but uh, just the placing of it and the Dort crowd responding to it as well, and yeah. that will be a holding penalty. That's going to bring up third down and 30 now as that flag at the Dort 45, that's going to push Concordia back to their own 45. Did you see the penalty? Yeah, I think uh, it's always tough for an offensive lineman. Kemp flushed out of the pocket a little bit, got on the move. 
then defensive linemen react to that, and that's often where you get those holds uh, by offensive linemen. And, it, you know, that's just it's a tough situation for an offensive lineman, but it was a correct call. Third down and 30, Concordia going the wrong way. They had some plays for a loss and now a penalty. So third and 30, eight minutes remaining in the first quarter. Scoreless, Dort College and Concordia. Concordia at their own 45-yard line. This is Kemp at quarterback. Bark signals, looking. He's going to take a shot down the field. And pass is complete under the knee, underneath, and it's completed. To receiver, not on the initial two deep by Concordia. That's number five. Corral Colmus underneath down to the 40, uh, pardon me, the 35 yard line. Got 20 of those needed yards back in Concordia. They're going to go for it. Fourth down and 10. Let's see if the defenders can get the ball back. Fourth and 10 at the door, 35. Back to passes, Kemp. Kemp pass underneath. It's complete, but it's short of the first down. Short of the first down, the completion to Vincent Beasley. Beasley didn't go deep enough when he uh, had to come back to the pass. He was three yards short of the first down. And from what it looked like to me, Kyle, almost he didn't had no intentions of picking up that first down. He, well, he needed to stake out a little more territory. He sure did. He, he just ran. He, you got to know where the sticks are in that situation. Fourth down, um, I mean, right call for Coach Dabrakow down and distance-wise field position but Concordia takes nearly eight minutes off of the clock in the process Lamley with it Dort College first possession pass is complete to jungling jungling runs over the top of one would-be tackler out to midfield and that is a 22-yard pickup for Dort College on their first play from scrimmage all right talking to coach Penner this week I knew they were going to try to get jungling the ball he needed more touches than the, the two he had last week First down and 10 for the defenders at the midfield stripe. Lamley turns, hands, gives to Drury. Drury, four-yard pickup on the play. But, Kyle, it's uh, it's so tempting to just keep handing the ball off when uh, you could do what you did last year against uh, last week against Hastings. And there, pretty good early indication. Dort College up front, able to get Drury, three-yard, three, four-yard pickup without much effort, it seems. Exactly. Yeah, when it's there like it was last week, you stick with it. Um. This is a different Concordia defense. Lamley's pass picked off. It's to the 35, 30, 25, and Keithan Drury makes the tackle, picking that pass off for Concordia. It's number 39. Yeah, it looks like... Uh, Chevy Stout. Correct. I want to double-check on that, but uh, he is not listed on our two deep. Uh, that's uh, it's actually Zach Walter. Zach Walter. Zach Walter, linebacker, makes the interception, and it's going to be first down and ten for Concordia in Dort College territory at the 19-yard line. Lots of duplicate numbers for Concordia. Large roster didn't travel with nearly everyone, but that leads to a little bit of confusion in terms of those duplicate numbers. Back to pass, Kemp. Kemp. Pass is batted down, incomplete. Dort College, good pressure on Camp, brings up second down and 10. That's Julius Buchanan breaking that pass up. Yeah, nice play of, of knowing it was going to be a quick pass and uh, nice play of getting his hands up in the air. Pass intended for Art Anderson. They had Anderson on the near side. Would have been a six- or seven-yard pickup on the play. Kemp under center. 
I formation. Concordia really trying to get away from handing the ball to Durden as much as they have through the first three games this season. Durden gets the handoff, bounces it outside, weaving his way forward, picks up four yards on the play before he's brought down at the 15-yard line. And that'll bring up third down Tyson Dahlgren on the tackle. Also there, Logan Fanning tracking it down from his defensive tackle position. Yeah, as much as they've relied on Durden, it's it's easy to key on him. And and uh, Coach Dabrikow understands that they have to be a little bit more uh, – have a little bit more variety in their offense if they're going to continue to have any success on that side of the ball. Third down and six, Concordia with the football. 5.33 left to go, first quarter of play. Concordia up to the line of scrimmage. Kemp is under center. Durden is behind him. One receiver right, two to the left. Also have a tight end for the Bulldogs. Back to pass is Kemp. Kemp looking towards the end zone, into the end zone, and caught. Touchdown. Casey Biker is hot about something in terms of he saw something, he goes to the umpire, but uh, that pass complete, fade into the end zone, and uh, Concordia played that one about as perfectly as they could. Yeah, I think I think he, Casey thought the uh, play clock may have run out. Uh, he was pointing at that side of the, pointing at the play clock, but Concordia on to attempt the point after. You're listening to KDCR. Snap is down, kick is up, and the kick is through the uprights, and the Concordia Bulldogs are on the board. They lead 7 to nothing. 7 to nothing. A.J. Sharp, backup kicker, comes on to hit that point after, and Concordia has taken a 7 to nothing lead. 7 to nothing. our score. Back with more after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR. 7 to 0. Concordia takes advantage of a turnover. And a short, a resulting short field. They go 19 yards for the score, and Concordia is kicking off. This is Luther with the kick, taken short by Petuli at the 25-yard line to the 30, weaving his way forward, 35-40 to the 43-yard line. And Corey Petuli at that time very quickly gives Dort College good field position. The temptation there is to be hesitant, but Petuli found a lane and took advantage, picks up about 16 yards after the initial catch. Well, when you when you do those kind of sky kicks, um, as, a, as a coverage team, you're hoping that one of the upbacks takes it, but when a deep returner is able to get to the ball, it usually results in a good return. You've got a head full of steam, good speed, and now Dort College trailing 7 to nothing as the football. Brock Lamley sends Jungling in motion, hands it off to Jungling. Jungling weaving his way forward, lowers his head, picks up three yards on the play before he's forced backwards. They're going to give him a four-yard pickup on the play. Took a little bit of a punishment at the end of that play. Football now at the 48-yard line, second down and six. 4.50 remaining here in the first quarter. Last year's game, Kyle, if you remember, Concordia got a lead in the second half and just kind of bled things out in that second half. Wouldn't let Dort College get the ball back, especially late. Some critical conversions. Pass in the flat to Jungling. Jungling breaks a tackle, spins away. First down for Jungling before he's forced out of bounds at the 41-yard line of Concordia. So other than that interception, Kyle, Dort's offense looks like they can do some things early on. Yeah. Yeah, doing a nice job of mixing it up with uh, the run and the pass. Lamley 
Turns, fakes the handoff, pulls it, passes over the middle. Jake Dodge. Jake Dodge, that big target in the middle of the field, picks up another Dort College first down, and Dodge, nice big target over the middle. And uh, delivering the pass was Lamley. Dort College now trying to go up tempo and pick up speed. They get up to the line of scrimmage quickly. Hayes in motion, right to left, handoff Drury. Drury, the ball carrier, and Drury picks up six on the play. It's second down and four. And so often when you get up to the line quickly, you get that playoff quickly, that run is very open. Yeah, and uh, Concordia has seen, uh, obviously, the game film from last week. They got a lot of guys in the box trying to stop the run. Second down and four. Jungling off to the far right. They're really playing soft on him. They hand it off to Drury. Drury to the 20 before he's brought down. And that will bring up third down and short. Keevan nursing a sore shoulder. Didn't have a lot of contact this week, but uh, saving him for the game, and he and Sconehoven will carry the bulk of the load out of the backfield for the defenders. Third down and short for the defenders, Lamley. Movement along the line of scrimmage. Dort College, right side, came up out of their stance, and now it's a matter of was Concordia still in the neutral zone when Dort College's right side of the line came up out of their stance, and it appears they were. So penalty will be against Concordia. Yeah, and I think the, the line judge is going to get an earful from Coach uh, Dabrakow because they did have movement in the defensive line. I'm not convinced he was necessarily in the neutral zone uh, when our offensive lineman reacted. First down for the defenders in Concordia territory down to the 16-yard line now. 3.05 remaining here in the first Quarter of play, Dort trailing 7-0. Brock Lamley sends a man in motion. That's Matthew O'Slack. Lamley looking, fade to the end zone, into the end zone, touchdown! Jake Dodge, Jake Dodge makes the catch just inside the pylon. Pretty nicely delivered ball that time by Lamley. And the defenders are on the board trailing 7-6 with a point after on the way for Brett Gaines. Yeah, really nice nice pass by Lamley as he hit uh, Dodge in between the corner and the safety, kind of the dead zone out there, and uh, put it in a nice spot and a nice reception for a touchdown. Jake really caught, uh, he, he got a pretty good lick at the end of that one. Gaines on to attempt the point after, and no good. And for the first time... This season, Brett Gaines misses a point after try. 7-6 to six our score. Let's take a break. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. Back with more in a moment. This. 2.50 remaining in the first quarter. Concordia will take the kickoff at their own 5 to the 10 to the 15 to the 20. Has a lane 25 and brought down at the 27-yard line. North College special teams coverage making the tackle, and the uh, defenders will send the defense out onto the field. That tackle by Dort's Tanner Van Hofwagen. Van Hofwagen makes the stop at the 29. It'll be first down and 10 for Concordia at their own 29-yard line. So a missed point after. We'll see how that plays into things as this game progresses. I get the sense that won't be the only touchdown we see by either team, though. Uh, we still got plenty <laughs> sure. of plenty of uh, football to go. Would be shocked if these offenses go stagnant from here on out. 
Swing pass, far side, Durden. Durden, 11-yard pickup on the play. Pursuit by Dort College's. It's going to be a first down, and that's Jordan Weiland chasing the play down. The linebacker flowing out to make the play, but a first down for Concordia at their own 40-yard line. First down and 10 for Concordia at their own 40. And Concordia looking to the sideline, and they're starting to milk the clock a little bit. They don't want to go quite as quickly on offense as Dort. You become accustomed to that ump tempo. They'll let it wind to under 10 seconds on the play clock. Back to pass is Kemp. Kemp underneath, and Concordia offensively making the adjustment. That completion to Logan Kreisel picks up a first down, but we also have a flag at midfield. So flag 10 yards down the line, uh, down the field on the play. And after last week when we didn't see any penalties against the defenders, here this afternoon we have seen several. Personal foul penalty against Dort. I didn't catch a number on that. Um, yeah, evidently the referee's microphone not working here this afternoon. So that's going to be a 15-yarder from the end of the play, so that's going to bring it all the way down to the 35, I believe. Nope, to the 31. First down and 10 for Concordia at the 31-yard line of Dort College. Jake Kemp, Dort's defense, needs to come up with a play, make a stop, get a turnover, do something here with under two minutes to go in the first quarter. Concordia has spent fair amount of time in Dort's territory here in the first quarter of play. Kemp under center, turns, hands, gives to Durden. Durden, not much there. He's going to try to churn his way forward. Picks up maybe one yard on the play. Slew of Dort College players there to make the stop. That'll bring up second down and long, but uh, the passing game for Concordia has been very effective, and uh, take into account that they only were averaging 111 yards through the air coming into this game. It's going to be second down and nine, and that has been what has done most of the damage so far for Concordia here in this first quarter of play. Vincent Beasley is to the near side. Kemp is your quarterback. Nope, we've got uh, the fullback in once again. That's Robert Ferguson. Ferguson in at quarterback. Play clock down to zero, and we have, will we have a timeout or a delay of game? It appears a timeout charged to Concordia. They use their second timeout. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, kdcr885.com. This timeout made possible by a grant from Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, providing physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. It's second down and nine. Concordia over the football at the Dort College 30-yard line. Three receivers to the right. 52 seconds left to play in the first quarter. Second down and nine. Ferguson, the quarterback. Ferguson is going to take it himself up the middle. He's to the 20. Picks up a first down before he's brought down. And for Ferguson, that is an 11-yard pickup on the play. They'll reset the chains. 
with 43 seconds on the play on the game clock. That's left to go in the first quarter. Concordia playing with a 7-6 lead. 7-6 our score. Ferguson will tuck it away again. He's to the 21-yard line. Casey Biker coming up, shooting the gap, making the stop. It'll be second down and long. And that time, Dort able to penetrate defensively with a safety on run support. Yeah, really nice job uh, reacting to the play. There's really no surprise uh, when Ferguson's in there at the quarterback position what Concordia is going to try to do. Um, it's just a matter of Dort defending it well. Concordium will let the play will let the clock run down. That's going to be the end of the first quarter. Our score: Concordia seven, Dort six. Through one quarter of play, you're listening to Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. We'll be back with the second quarter of action right after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR. You're listening to KDCR. Back from the quarter break. Pass underneath. Complete. Down to the 10-yard line, dragged out of bounds. That was Logan Kreisel. Kreisel down near the first down marker. Looks like it's going to be just shy of the first down. It's going to be third down and short. And Concordia will go with their eye formation. Kemp keeps it. Kemp follows his offensive line for about a yard pickup on the play. And that will bring up first down and goal. And we have a stoppage now. And the referee, I'm not sure what the line judge on the far side, he came in all the way down to the hash mark. As it is, it's going to be first down and goal for the Bulldogs, an opportunity to go up with another score here. First down and goal to go. Kemp has Ferguson behind him. Durden is the tailback. They turn, hand give to Durden. Durden racing to the edge, to the 10-yard line and forced out of bounds. Three players flowing to the play for Dort. Placid, Wyland, and Bosma on the tackle. Maybe lost a yard on the play. It's going to be second down and goal to go. Second down and goal to go. Football just inside the 10-yard line. Ferguson up to the line of scrimmage. Through the first quarter, Concordia outgaining Dort, 112-77. to Send a man in motion. Ferguson fakes the handoff to the man in motion. Instead, keeps it himself. Bulls his way forward for about a three-yard pickup on the play. It'll be second down, uh, pardon me, third down and goal to go. It appears to me, Kyle, Concordia's playbook gets a little thinner when they're down inside the red zone. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, just... Not as much field to work with, uh, although they have not stretched the field at all so far. Uh, I think if Dort defends the underneath pass and uh, the run game, it could be in good shape. Beasley and Anderson lining up on the outsides, left and right. Durden is in the backfield along with Kemp. Third down and goal, back to pass is Kemp. Kemp looking near side, and the pass completed to Kreisel over the middle, but he has stopped inside the five at the four-yard line. Casey Biker coming up to make the tackle. Logan Kreisel becoming the safety blanket for Kemp on this drive. Pass was complete, but he stopped well short of the goal line. A five-yard, uh, the football is marked at the five-yard line. That will translate into a 22-yard field goal attempt. Not much wind. 
So a 22-yard field goal attempt here for A.J. Sharp, trying to put Concordia up 10-6. Snap is down. Kick is blocked. Football is loose. Dort College is still loose. Picked up by the defenders. That's Cabongo. Cabongo to the 44-yard line. And now a flag on the play as well. A flag thrown on the sideline. I'm guessing this will be a warning on the sideline. The play will stand if what I think happened is correct. A little bit of a celebration on the Dort sideline. And uh, they're going to get a warning to stay clear if all plays out according to what I believe it will. Yeah, it, uh, those are tough as a coach. <laughs> you get excited, you know. Um, good things are happening, and it really was a scoring opportunity for the defenders there off the block. And uh, sometimes as a coach, you, you're a little bit too close to the field anyhow, and then you step out right in front of a line judge, uh, sometimes get in trouble. And they're going to call it. They're actually going to mark the – it's not going to be a warning. It's going to be the 15-yard penalty. So rather than the 45, Dort will start out at their own 30. I'll still take the trade, I guess. Absolutely. uh, Don't let them put any points on the board. Get the ball back for your offense. And, yeah, and that has been an emphasis the last uh, several years in college football. Uh, There's been a number of officials hurt uh, getting blindsided or running into coaches uh, or players on the sideline. First down and 10 for the defenders at their own 30. Lamley is going to run option, gets the seam. He takes it to the 40, to the 44-yard line, and that is what Brock needs to do. Don't He doesn't need to run it every play, but when the seam is there, he's got to be willing to take he's it. He's got to be able to take it and uh, get positive yards for his, his ball club. And uh, Yeah, nice read and nice play. 14-yard gain on the play. For the Blanchard, Oklahoma native. Swings it off near side over to Jungling. Jungling to the 48-yard line. Uh, gain of five on the play. Six, actually. Five yards. It'll be second down and five, and they are very consciously trying to get Levi the football more than they did last week. Yeah, and that's a good plan. Might have an extra player on the field for Concordia. Throw over the top, and the pass is complete. We have a flag oh, on the it. play. Pass falls incomplete. It will be third down but we have two flags to sort out i believe we have 12 men on the field for concordia and might have been a pass interference i'm not sure who it's going to go against the offense or the defense that was matthew o slack who was the intended receiver our officials microphone not working this afternoon 12 men on the field against concordia And they picked the other flag up. Now, maybe he was throwing the flag on the same call. He may have. Uh, it doesn't look like the right position for that call uh, or timing of it, but that must have been the case. First down and 10 for the defenders at the Concordia 45-yard line. The defenders trailing 7-6. Lamley. Fakes the handoff. He's going to take a shot over the top for Jungling. Jungling held on the play. Goes up over the top. Makes the play. A 45-yard touchdown for the defenders. And Levi Jungling, we have gotten spoiled over the last year and four games now where he just goes up, he finds the ball, and usually if he gets his hands on it, Kyle, he's probably going to come down with it. Well, he really does have as good a ball skills as I've seen um, in a very long time, probably as, as long as I coached uh, in the GPAC. Uh, he just plays ball really well and, and is a definite threat for uh, 
Dort's offense. 45-yard pass and catch for Jungling. Dort will go for two. Fake the handoff to Jungling. Jungling pass underneath instead. Touchdown. That's Levi Sconehoven out of the backfield. Levi Sconehoven catches the two-point conversion and the defenders turn of events. They lead 14-7. Concordia has a field goal block. The ensuing possession for the defenders in spite of a sideline infraction, unsportsmanlike conduct, pushing back 15 yards. Dort College still ends up scoring. 45-yard pass and catch to Jungling, followed by a two-point two conversion, and the defenders are up 14-7. Let's take a break. Back with a kickoff right after this. You're listening to KDCR Dort College with a 14-7 lead. Concordia returning the kick out to the 27-yard line. And with the return, that was Matt Petracic. Petracic, a corner on defense, also handles kickoff re, uh, kick return. And the defenders, now the defense in a situation. Let's see if some of that confidence, the offense has shown, spills over onto the defensive side of the field. Yeah, we... Dort really needs to get a stop here early because it's obvious that uh, Concordia wants to shorten this game as much as possible, uh, dominate time of possession, and try to keep Dort's offense off the field. Best way to do that is to grab a lead and then keep it. 11.07 left to play. First half of action. Defenders scoring on uh, back. uh, They've uh, now scored 14 in a row. Pass by Kemp batted away. And that pass batted away by Josh Morozik. And Morozik has had a good start to the season. Very active linebacker. And that time goes airborne as he sees Kemp lock in on a receiver and knocks that one down. Yeah, and and that's just smart football um, with Concordia trying to get dirt in the ball out uh, behind the line of scrimmage out in the flat. Uh, Just good reaction to to the quarterback's action. Morozik, a sophomore from Woodlands, Texas. Played quite a bit last year as a freshman. Had a good offseason and has come on strong here at the beginning of his sophomore campaign. Back to passes, Kemp. Kemp, pass over the middle. Complete. Morozik on the tackle. Also there on the coverage for the defenders. That's Ostenink. They were trying to strip that ball free as well. It's third down and three. Third and three, and that was Kreisel, I believe, again. And a nice big target for Concordia. And he makes that pass catch for seven yards. It's going to be third down and three. Football at the 39-yard line. Yeah, Kreisel just uh, posting up. He must be a, a former basketball player, posting up in the middle of the field looking for the pass. Eye formation for the Bulldogs. They turn, hand give to Durden. Durden drag down. Kak Marinsky, the first guy there. And Kak Marinsky got his paw on him, and David just simply wouldn't let Durden go. He, Great <laughs> penetration there. I mean, Kak Marinsky got off the ball really well, got into the backfield, and really was able to get to Durden before he got started. Not many players on the field could make that play, but Kak Marinsky on the ground reaches up, grabs a fistful of jersey, and won't let go. And now Levi jungling on to return the punt from Brady Fitzke. Line of scrimmage is the 32. Fitzke, that rugby-style kick, a line drive. It'll take a bounce, 
And Junkling will take it at the 22-yard line. He's brought down at the 24-yard line. First down and 10 for the defenders. Beg your pardon, at the 29. And uh, that's uh, about as good as Concordia could hope for as that ends up being a punt of over 40 yards. Uh, Fitzke, pretty good punter, averaging 40.1 per punt this season. Yeah, I'd running out of the uh, rugby-style uh, punt. Uh, looking to get a roll, and obviously Levi could not field that in the air, but caught it on one bounce and probably saved Dort some field position by fielding that. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 29-yard line, 9.38 and counting. Well, it's holding right now on the change of possession. Send a man in motion. That's jungling. They hand it off to jungling, trying to get to the edge. Drury blocking for him and jungling. Not much there. I don't think he got back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be second down and long for the defenders. So Dort College shows that play with jungling in motion, handed it off to him, didn't pitch it to him, and it's going to be a loss of one on the play. Second down and 11. Well, and it was that play on the two-point conversion that Dort used as a little bit of a misdirection uh, bootleg-type play. O'Slack will line up. He'll line up uh, on the wing, right side. Short side of the field. Now they'll send him in motion. Jungling lined up wide right. They pass it to Jungling into double coverage, and the pass is knocked away by the safety coming over to help for Concordia. That's Cordell Glaus. Glaus knocks it away. It is third down and long. Glaus listed as a linebacker, but I believe he was he's playing safety, and we got an indication before the game that Concordia has been shuffling their defense around a bit in terms of personnel. Very youthful Concordia team. Now we have a timeout on the field. Dort will use their first timeout of this afternoon's contest. Today's broadcast made possible in part by Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, providing physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. Let's take a break. You're listening to Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. We'll take a look at the Fairway Meat and Grocery scoreboard in just a bit. It's third down and 11. Let's see if Dort can continue this drive. Back to pass, Lamley. Lamley has time, and he's buried. Football's on the ground, and I believe Dort College recovered it. They did. So Dort will be punting. That's Justin Urquidis, who fell on top of the football as Lamley had time initially. Concordia's pass rush kept coming, and it results in a loss of seven on the play. It's going to be fourth down and long, and Casey Biker will be punting for the first time this afternoon. Yeah, and that's definitely not a down and distance uh, that Dort wants to be in. And it all comes down to that first down play uh, where Jungling was unable to get any positive yards. So Biker will be punting. Line of scrimmage is the 23. Casey gets it away. That's off the side of his foot. And that's going to end up being pretty good field position for Concordium. That'll be near the midfield stripe. On the change of possession, let's tell you who makes... Uh, the uh, score, uh, the look at the scoreboard possible. That's Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. 14-7, Dort leads Concordia right now. Also, Hastings trails Morningside. That score in the first quarter, end of the first quarter, 21-0. Morningside, the nationally rated 
Mustangs, number two in the country, they lead Hastings by a score of 21-0. Concordia back to pass is Kemp. Kemp in the flat, pass is complete, got a block. He's to the 36-yard line. Casey Biker comes up to make the tackle. And that pass completion to Vincent Beasley. Beasley got a block, and Beasley took exception to the tackle by Biker. Yeah, comes, go ahead. Good open field tackle, but well-designed play. Just a little tunnel screen by Concordia getting some offensive linemen out in front of their wide receiver. Concordia has it first down and 10 at the Dort College 36-yard line. Back to pass. Swing pass right side over to Durden. Durden Bosma sheds a blocker, and he's brought down at the 30-yard line. 29, actually, a gain of seven on the play in Concordia. They haven't. They they are not playing for the big play, but they can bleed you to death with five to seven yards at a time. Well, and that's that's really what they. That's their game plan right now. Is yeah, they'll take any big play and scoring play that they can get, but they want positive yards on every down. And uh, yeah, when you put yourself in a second short situation, um, any offense will be successful then. Camp has his tight end set to the left. He has his running back, Durden, to his right. Back to pass. He's going to float this one up. That's a free ball. Casey Biker makes the interception over his shoulder. No, pass falls incomplete. And Biker very nearly comes up with the interception in the end zone. He's the only player that had a chance at the one. I'm not sure what Kemp saw if he just simply panicked. But uh, he threw it up for grabs. And Casey Biker made a pretty good play on it. I thought he was going to come down with it. But ball rolls free as he goes to the ground. Third down and three. Kemp is the quarterback. Look for him to run. Now, beg your pardon, not Kemp. Ferguson. Ferguson. Ferguson in at quarterback. Third down and short. Four seconds on the play clock. Send a man in motion. That's Durden. They pitch it to him, and we have a flag on the play. Play is whistled dead. And I was given a head up, heads up by the sports information director at Concordia. He said, we like that play when you go in motion where the quarterback actually flips it forward. So if the ball comes loose, it's an incomplete pass. Now we're going to have a penalty against Concordia, a five-yard penalty. That's going to bring up third down and eight, and that will change things for the Bulldogs. They'll take Ferguson off of the field, and they'll put Kemp back in. Yeah, I think when they were in that third and two situation, they were thinking uh – two downs to pick up the, the yardage. Uh, now it's a little bit tougher for a coach. Still in pretty good field position, though, inside the door at 35. It's third down and eight. Back to pass is Kemp. Kemp has time. He's going to throw this one up over the top. Bosma on the coverage. Is it caught? Touchdown, Concordia. Connor Bosma, I thought he played it pretty well. He was right there, but he's unable to make the play to break it up, and the Concordia Bulldogs, an opportunity to tie it here on that long pass completion from Kemp to, I believe that was number five, Corral Colmus, who makes the play. So on to attempt the point after is A.J. Sharp trying to tie it with 6.37 left to play in the quarter. And another kick is blocked, and the uh, Dort College special teams, two blocked kicks, and the defenders maintain a one-point lead at 14-13. 14-13 hours score. 
6.37 remaining. First quarter, uh, pardon me, first half of play. Let's take another break, and we'll be back with more from Open Space Park right after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. And tell you what, we're going to leave it right here as uh, we have not taken a complete look at our scoreboard yet. The uh, defenders leading 14-13 after that missed point after it was blocked. Morningside leads Hastings 28-0. No report yet on Jamestown and Midland. Looking for Dakota Wesleyan and Briar Cliff, and that currently is Dakota Wesleyan 10, Briar Cliff 7. Doan and Northwestern, that was a 1.30 kickoff, so they are just underway in Orange City with that one. Dort leads this one 14-13, and that is a look at your scoreboard made possible by Fairway Meat and Grocery and Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. 6.37 left to go in the first half. The defenders clinging to a 14-13 lead. Line drive taken by the defenders. That's Josh DeYoung from Kuna, Idaho. He's to the 20-25, to the 30. Bounces outside, 35. Has a little room to run, and he's going to be brought down out of bounds at the 40-yard line. Forced out of bounds, and they're going to actually mark him out at the 38. Line drive kick. That cuts both ways, and uh, DeYoung able to pick it up with a head full of steam at about the 12-yard line. Returns it all the way to the 38. Good field position again for the defenders. Yeah, just when we were talking about uh, Concordia wanting to be very patient offensively and march the ball down the field, they take a couple shots on that last uh, series, and one results in a in a long touchdown pass. Now, are they still giving as many looks for our defense to sort through, or are they settled down a little bit? Yeah, there's still a variety of different formations just uh, trying to force Dort to, to think. Hand off to Keith and Drury. Drury picks up seven on the play. It'll be second down and three, Dort at their own 45-yard line. Up to the line of scrimmage, Cody Hanks over the football for Dort. He's the starting center. Justin Urquittis, his right guard. Ben Hayes in motion, right to left, handoff, Drury, Drury. Matt at the 47-yard line and forced backwards. Tackle made by Cordell Glaus for Concordia. And the defenders have a first down at the midfield stripe. So Dort with an opportunity to string a drive together here. And uh, we have offensive line for the defenders. Trying to make out who that is at right tackle for Dort. With the football, they hand it off to Drury. Drury picks up another four yards on the play. I believe that's Carter Baldwin, 79, the near side tackle. That is Carter. So Carter, a freshman from Elk River, Minnesota, been in on the last couple of on the last couple of uh, possessions for Dort as well. Second down and six. Fake the handoff, pitch it over to Sconehoven. Sconehoven struggles to get back to the line of scrimmage. Timing was off on that one. Sconehoven had to spear that one with the right hand. Came to almost a dead stop, and he fights his way forward to within a yard of the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I'm not sure uh, Lamley carried that out quite as far as he should have. Uh, they ended up with two guys being able to play the pitch. 4.49 remaining first half. Third down and seven. Lamley fakes the handoff. It's going to roll right. Has a little bit of room. He's going to run out of room. Tries to pick up the first down, and it depends on the spot. 
They're not going to give it to him. Going to mark him just shy of the first down the way it looks to me. This is one of those left foot, right foot spots. He started with the left foot behind, I would say, on the short Giving side. They end up putting it with, down with the right foot, and it's right at the stripe. And Brock Lamley, I love the effort. I don't necessarily like him leading with that right shoulder. Lamley turns, hands, gives to Drury. Keithan with it. Keithan picks maybe a yard and a half or so. It's going to be second down to long. But uh, love the effort by Brock Lamley extending the drive. 4-10 remaining, first half. Second down and nine for the defenders. Haven't seen much of Sconehoven in a ball carrier's role yet today. Lamley fakes the handoff. Pass. He's got Dodge inside the 20, down to the 15. Forced out of bounds at the 10. And Jake Dodge responding that big target. About six foot five. He's out of Milford Okaboji High School. The junior makes the grab, and he has made some big catches for the defenders over the years, and that time stakes out some territory like a basketball player. Makes that grab. Yeah, nice run pass option and good decision by Lamley. First down and goal, football at the 10. Drury picks up five on the play. It's second down and five. It seems so simple, those five-yard gains, but the, that offensive line has to do so many things right to make it look that easy. Yeah, and they're dealing with a, a defensive front and a linebacking group that was that's a much stronger group than a week ago against Hastings. Second down and goal. Football at the five-yard line. Devin Ekoff on the left tackle. He comes up out of his stance, looks over to the sideline. Lamley. Stack the eye behind him. Lamley's going to run option. Has Sconehoven. Decides against it. And he's going to be stopped short of the goal line. It's going to be third down and goal inside the one. I know it's always scary for a quarterback to uh, pitch the ball once you got some positive yardage, but uh, I believe we would have been walking in with a touchdown on that. So Sconehoven lines up behind Lamley. Lucas Warner came in. He's going to line up at right tight end. The freshman from Pella handoff to Sconehoven. Sconehoven won't be denied. That's just a strong runner right there, trusting the guy that's going to get one or two yards just by falling forward and, and lowering his shoulder and yeah he's uh, he's one of the best one of the best at doing that so smart play Levi Sconehoven I believe that's while well, he got the option pitch but that might be his first carry here this afternoon but uh, great luxury to have as Levi gets it from a two about two yards out and uh, falls into the end zone for a touchdown that's where that offseason training he's bulked up to 220 pounds and uh, that comes in handy as he is uh, able to take the punishment and pull his way into the end zone. Point after is good, and the defenders go up 21-13. 21-13 hour score, 2.23 remaining. First half of play, Dort leads Concordia by eight. Back with more after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR. Concordia with a return, and Jeff Papke makes the tackle at the 37-yard line. And Concordia will have good field position to start this drive. Matt Petracic on the return. And the Concordia Bulldogs looking to respond after Dort takes an eight-point lead, 21-13. And we were saying during the break, Kyle, critical possession here for the Concordia Bulldogs, staring at the fact Dort gets the ball back to start the second half. Exactly. Yeah, this, this, uh, this is a big one right here, and hopefully 
Dort is able to make a couple stops. Kemp, the quarterback, two receivers to the left, two to the right. Durden in the backfield along with him. Back to pass is Kemp. Kemp swings it out. Placide unable to make the tackle. And that's going to be a 12-yard pickup on the play for Concordia's Art Anderson. Anderson entered play today with 13 catches, and he gets Concordia to the 49-yard line. So critical here for Dort. Don't give up the big play. Force Concordia to go six and seven yards at a time rather than those 20-yard chunks. Yeah, exactly, and uh, and we'll need some pressure on the quarterback. Durden to Kemp's left, back to pass, pressure applied, pass over the top and broken up, knocking it away is Casey Biker. A lot of contact back and forth between both players, that hand fight, if you will, and the safety Biker making the breakup knocking it away from the grasp of the intended receiver for Concordia. Yeah, really important for him to play the ball there and uh, and knock it away instead of going through the receiver to it. Cole Moose, the intended receiver, brings up second down and 10 at the Concordia 49-yard line. Four-man front for the defenders. Back to passes Kemp. Kakmarinski applies pressure. Pass falls incomplete. And uh, Kak Marinsky zeroed in on Kemp. And as Kemp delivers the pass, he got it away just in time. Kak Marinsky buries him. It's going to bring up third down and ten. Yeah, great pass rush there by Kak Marinsky. Uh, I believe he was being held the entire time, but <laughs> made, made a good play on the quarterback. Simply bull rushed the offensive lineman for Concordia. Third down and ten. Four-man front again for the defenders. Back to pass, and we've got a flag on the play. This one might be against the defenders unless an offensive lineman flinched. Did you see anything, Kyle? I did not see movement there, but... Uh, I thought if anyone moved, I thought the right defensive end for Dort moved, but he was drawn off the way it looks. Yeah, I think he... Offensive tackle must have tried to get a head start on the play and, and just anticipate the snap and probably just got off a little bit early. Third down and 15. Now you get greedy if you're Dort. Force Concordia into a punt here. Third down and 15. 136 remaining. Concordia has one timeout remaining. Dort has two. Kemp up to the line of scrimmage. Added a couple seconds on the clock there. Kemp. Hard count. Back to pass. Flips it inside. Durden. Durden. Makes the grab, and Durden carries it forward for a first down. And you go from thinking uh, get greedy and get the ball back to giving up a first down. He needed 15. He got 16. Durden makes the play. Yeah, and it was intentionally going to be a very conservative play by Concordia, but uh, with Dort blitzing both inside backers, both guys ran right past Durden, uh, who ended up having the ball. Back to passes. Kemp, Kemp, pass is incomplete, knocked away by Cabongo. Cabongo makes the breakup, pass intended for Beasley, and that will bring up second down and 10, football at the 40. 109 remaining, Concordia still with a timeout remaining. Would imagine they'd like to hang on to that if they get into a field goal situation. Yeah, with a minute nine left in the half, there's plenty of time on the clock. You can control that offensively. Second down and 10. Back to pass Kemp. Kemp brought down a quarterback sack for the defenders. 
Tyson Dahlgren there, but I believe it was Kak Marinsky who was the first man there for the defenders. Not bad for the former quarterback from Pella Christian. As Kak Marinsky, another quarterback sack. It'll be third down and 16. Uh, we, we've read this book before. Third and 16. And Concordia looking to bleed the clock right now. 18 seconds on the play clock, 40 on the game clock. They'll take it under 30 before they run a play, and if they don't get a first down, will not allow Dort much time. Third down and 16. See if they take a shot down the field. Kabanga will play soft. They hand it off to Durden. Durden working his way forward, and Kak Marinsky heads up play. Gains a gain of five on the play for Durden, and Dort will use a timeout with 19 seconds left. And uh, I said on the way home last week, Kyle, uh, for all of the accolades of Dort's offensive players, the yards they gain, all that stuff, a player like David Kakmarinski on the defensive side as a sophomore is as important as any of those offensive players. Well, you, what you got there is you, you got a coach's son who, who's just a student of the game. That was a, what made that last play. Uh, was just smart heads-up football by Kak Marinsky, understanding, uh, you know, down and distance and, and what Concordia went to on the previous time and uh, just a great job of redirecting and, and pl- making a play on Durden. And it's one of those fool-me-once types of plays, yep. and uh, they couldn't fool Kak Marinsky a second time. Sioux Center Healthy, provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, provides physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. So the timeout, Concordia will send the punter onto the field. That's Brady Fitzke. Back to return is Jungling. Fitzke punts it away towards the corner, and it's going to bounce out of bounds inside the 10, and I would imagine, I don't know if you get too (laughs) cute here and you try something with 84 yards, I beg your pardon, 94 yards in front of you. At uh, Dort College, that's the situation with 12 seconds remaining. One timeout left. Might be happy to just get to the locker room leading by eight, knowing that you're going to receive the opening kickoff of the second half. Well, exactly, Mike. Uh, there's a number of things that can happen down in this area of the field, and, and most of them are bad. So uh, yeah, I'm sure Coach Penner was thinking, let's see the result of this uh, punt return and, and make a decision uh, with that nice punt. Uh, inside the five or about the five-yard line. They're just going to take a knee and take it to half. Lamley takes the snap, takes a knee. Will Concordia force him to snap it one more time? They will not. They'll let the clock run out, and the defenders have a 21-13 lead as we go to the half. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Coming up at halftime, uh, featured... uh, or that feature that we've had for the last year plus. Now, where are they now? We're going to be visiting with former multi-sport athlete Kayla Brookheis Vandekamp. She was Kayla Brookheis when she was at North College, all-conference player in both volleyball and basketball. We will find out what is happening with Kayla Brookheis on our Where Are They Now segment. North College leads 21-13 at the half. We'll be back to recap the first half of play in about 15 minutes. Hello again and welcome into another edition of Where Are They Now? Made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Holy Grinnell Mutual Member. Providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. 
You're listening to Where Are They Now here on KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR885.com. And joining us today on the program is Kayla Brookheis Vandekamp, a 2014 graduate from Door College, a multi sport athlete. She had a wicked service on the volleyball court and was a regular contributor across the board for the women's varsity basketball team. We appreciate her taking the time to talk with us. So without further ado, let's dive in and hear from Kayla Brookheis Vandekamp. I do want to start off with, so you've lived a fair amount of your life like the rest of us <laughs> in some Dutch Christian Reformed hubs. Um, <laughs> we all learn, though, about Dort and we experience it differently. You know, we have different ties to Dort College. It appears in our lives at some ages, some later in life, some not until right before you go to college. How did you first hear and learn about Dort College? I first heard and learned about Dort College, actually, for sure, by like fifth grade um, to junior high, my dad, he was a volleyball coach at our high school, and he would go and help um, Tom Vandenbosch, who was the volleyball coach at the time, and he would help him with camp. So when I grew up and was in junior high, I grew up going to the Dort volleyball camp and doing that. So that's how I kind of knew about Dort is going there. I also went to Dort Discovery Days, I think, uh, my sixth and eighth grade year. But yeah, I actually, that's how I found out about Dort. And then I was lucky enough my freshman year of college to have Coach Vandenbosch for one year. You know, in the higher education selection process, and so you were aware of Dort, but what separated Dort from some of the other colleges or universities you may have been considering? I don't know if it's because since I had that kind of connection with my dad and then my brother ended up going there, it just felt so comfortable and home-like to me. Like, when I went there, I just felt at peace there. Like, I felt really comfortable, and I just felt like, you know, I kind of fit in and liked everything. And not that there was nothing with the other colleges, but I went there, I just didn't feel that same comfortability and like, yes, I like this and I know this. And like I said, maybe it's just because I was used to the campus. But yeah, it just kind of made me feel at home right away, right when I stepped on Dort's campus. And so then I pretty much knew right away that probably want to go there when I went to college. <laughs> you spent a lot of your time at Dort centered on being active. I mean, you kind of studied in the realm of exercise science and physical therapy. Uh, you were an important contributor on both varsity volleyball and basketball teams. Was activity always a major part of your life, even at a young age? Yes, my family was very active growing up. We're used to having to be outside playing sports. My dad took us to the gym about every Sunday, if not doing stuff more than the week. So we grew up, you know, whether it's playing sports, camping, hiking, swimming, you know, we kind of did all of that. So, yeah, activity is very much a part of my life, and I just love sports and still even to this day love to be active. So playing kind of two sports and jumping right into that, it was almost not, not unfamiliar to me. <laughs> you mentioned playing two sports what was it like being a multi-sport athlete especially you know balancing their two sports that have a little bit of overlap between the end of volleyball season and the beginning of basketball season I'm really thankful that I had the opportunity to play both sports but it definitely made you be pretty dedicated in your studies and have good time management especially when I decided to go for physical therapy that kind of took a more rigorous study so making sure that you definitely were able to set your time apart I think the hardest part was knowing, like you said, with the overlap that happened, that you maybe couldn't give 100% to both teams. You wanted to, and you didn't want to let any of your teammates down. So that got hard, and you just made me want to work harder in the summer and in my off-season to show my teammates that I was trying to do everything that I could for both of them and not try to, one side, get kind of an unfair advantage. When you think back to your time as a Dork College Defender, what sticks out to you most? Are they specific memories, or is it more of a general feel or a sense you get from the whole experience? 
I say there's a general feel. I think the thing that stick out to me the most is the community. I know, especially for volleyball, we had so many dedicated parents and fans that would travel from all over to come. And I think it just amazed me how I felt like I was in such a community. It wasn't my home and I didn't have any relatives there, but I felt like I had a bunch of parents and grandparents that were now mine. Like I felt like I was adopted by all these people. And I think the community and how much the community supports door and how much people get invited over to meals and you feel welcome. That was one thing that really stuck out to me. The other thing I would say is how much my coaches cared for me more than an athlete. To them, I wasn't an athlete putting up this many points or doing this for them. They wanted to know, how are my studies? How is my spiritual life with God? How are things going with my friends? Like, I just appreciate that they looked at me more than just an athlete, and that helped me realize that there was so much more out there than sports, and I was here for a bigger purpose. Now, you were interested in physical therapy at Dord. It can be a pretty competitive and daunting field, but you actually got into Creighton, correct? Yes, that is correct. Yep, I went to Creighton. What was it like studying to become a doctor of physical therapy? You mentioned the time management is incredibly important, the active lifestyle. What was that process like for you to continue your education at Creighton and work towards kind of a greater goal? Yeah, the time management definitely had to be there. There were some hard classes like physics and things I definitely did not like. But I think the nice thing was knowing that you had um, coaches and teachers that were so supportive and so willing to help you. Because sometimes you had labs that went late into practice and things, and they never put pressure on you or made you feel bad that you were missing it. They totally understood. And like I said, they kind of helped you realize that there was a bigger goal in mind. So I think knowing that, that helped me with my studies and helped me think outside of just the court. And then again, all those kind of things I learned on the court and learned in school, they just helped me be that more of a dedicated student and that more passionate when I went to grad school to kind of become a physical therapist. We'll get into your career in a tiny bit more in a moment, but life isn't all about sports and career. Uh, aside from those two areas, what have been some of your favorite life highlights since Stuart? I imagine marrying your husband, Matt, probably falls into that category. <laughs> yeah, yes. Marrying my husband is definitely one that falls into that category. Um, I think other highlights would just be the times I've gotten together with friends that I met with Dort outside of Dort. I mean, at Dort, I made such strong friend connections, and it's fun the times that we'll set up trips during the summer just to get together, even if just for a weekend. So it's all those things that kind of keep coming from that, that it always brings you back, and you talk about what you're doing now. I think that's a lot of fun. Other things would just be now kind of settling in a home and getting involved in the community. I mean, there's a lot of things we try to bring to a table or, or start, and you just meet new friends and people. So I think just starting in a new community and trying to bring everything you've kind of learned into that and starting a new life. Now, you work as a doctor of physical therapy. Are you at the Pipestone County Medical Center and Family of Error Clinic? Yes, I work at Pipestone, Minnesota. Yep, so it's about a 20-minute drive from Edgerton. Was that one of the first opportunities you had to really dive into your career field after earning your DPT? Yes, we have long clinicals at Creighton. We're kind of extensive, so we did clinicals that were 18 weeks and 16 weeks. Almost in that time, you kind of felt like you were working. But this was my first time, obviously, my first job and completely diving into something and yeah i'm really liking it there how is it compared to maybe what you envisioned for yourself at this stage of life and with those long clinicals does that help really prepare you and kind of set those expectations for you when you do officially graduate become a doctor and really dive hands-on into the field the thing i liked about my long clinicals is that i felt like i could see a patient from beginning to end when you have sometimes the shorter clinicals, you might get a patient that comes from a replacement surgery, and you're not going to see them for two months. But with me, 
having the longer clinicals, I could see them from start to finish and see the whole progression, be able to progress. And so that was nice when I went out into the work field is like I knew how to do a patient from beginning to end. I wasn't confused after four weeks being like, oh, I never got this far. Like I, I knew what to do and how to progress them completely and see a variety of things, which is what I liked with my long clinicals and helped me feel prepared when I actually did get a job. We hear a lot from athletes about how important athletics are in their lives. That role changes. It takes on different shapes as someone grows, graduates college, moves on to a career path. What's kind of the role of volleyball and basketball in your life now? I think the role it is, like you said, it takes it takes a little bit different role, especially because even when you go back to Dort to play alumni games, you realize you're maybe not as, as quick anymore as you thought you were or anything like that. So I think now it's trying to find how you express the love of the game through other ways. Like at Edgerton this past year, I coached an eighth grade um, basketball team. So it's kind of taking in your passion. And for me, it's maybe putting it into coaching. I don't know if I'd ever coach high school sports, but just things in the summer that are kind of low-key and kind of fun. It helps me take the passion that I had, make it fun, and then have new players develop the passion. Because, I mean, I want the sports to keep growing, and I want people to love the sports the way I love the sports. So it's just channeling that and helping other generations start to love it as much as you did. You mentioned how much you love the sport. Do you think that help in kindling that passion, does that come more from your time as an athlete, or do you think that comes from more, or maybe it's even both, the fact that your dad was a coach and was always involved in that kind of process as well? I think a lot of it comes from my dad. I am definitely my father's daughter. (laughs) So I think he, you know, instilled that passion, that competitive spirit, everything like that. I'm very competitive, and I think that him just taking me to the gym and doing those things, that kind of developed. And then the more I was in sports in high school and in college, like, it just kept growing and growing. Obviously, not everyone's, you know, built and set out to play sports. But do you recommend, you know, giving that a try at a young age, that activity, just trying to see if you like some of those activities and those team sports and the benefit that they can provide for you and the life lessons they teach as you move along? I would highly recommend sports to anyone, you know, even from starting, you know, junior high, young ages. Because number one, a lot of times you don't know what you're good at or know what you like and something might surprise you. So it's good to try something. I mean... But after a year, you don't like it. Okay, well, then at least you know, and then at least you tried, and you're never kind of curious. Number two, maybe it's the health side of you, but it can really develop some good kind of skills or coordination in kids, and that can help even through high school. I mean, hand eye coordination, stuff like this, but it just could be beneficial in all realms of life. It also helps you get out there and get to meeting people. It builds communication skills, it builds friendships, especially in high school and college. I have lifelong friendships that have been started because of sport. So I think that's an aspect, and like you said, There's so many things you can learn about working hard, having passion, commitment, respecting people. I mean, there's so much things you can learn from sports that translate into your job, how you interact with people out through the court. So overall, sports just has so many good things that it can bring that I think, why wouldn't you try it? There's so much you can learn and take away from it. Thank you once again to Kayla Brookheis Vandekamp, our guest this week on Where Are They Now? Made possible by Farmers Mutual Insurance Association of Ole Grinnell Mutual Member. Providing property protection to Northwest Iowa farmers and homeowners since 1886. Trust in tomorrow. You're listening to KDCR 88.5 FM and KDCR 88.5.com. I'm your host, Christian Zylstra. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, Mike Biker will have more coverage of Door College Athletics right here in just a few moments. Welcome back. And we're at halftime. Dort leads Concordia 21-13. Scoring recap of the first half. Concordia scored, capitalizing on an interception early. 7-0 after a Jake Kemp to Logan Kreisel pass completion. 
for 15 yards. Point after was good, 7 and nothing with 5.13 left to go in the first quarter. Dort responded with a score at the 250 mark. Brock Lamley, a pass to Jake Dodge, 15 yards. Point after, no good, 7 and 6. Then you had the turn of events. Concordia lined up for a field goal that was blocked. Dort took over at their own 30 after a penalty and proceeded to march down the field, getting the last 44 yards on a Brock Lamley to Levi Jungling pass completion. Point after was good. Two-point conversion with uh, Lamley to Levi Sconehoven to make it 14-7. That was 11-13 left to go in the first half. Concordia answered to get back to within one on a Jake Kemp pass for 34 yards. Point after was blocked. Connor Bosma got a hand on it. Dort still led 14-13. to And then the defenders score with 2.23 left to go in the first half. Levi Sconehoven carries it in from one yard out to make it 21-13 with 2.23 left to go in the half. Concordia's drive stalls near midfield. They're forced to punt. Dort receives it, proceeds to run out the clock. And uh, that's where we're at at halftime, 21-13, Dort leading by eight. In the first half, Concordia, 13 first downs to Dort's nine. Concordia, 28 yards on the ground, Dort 55. Concordia, 185 yards passing, Dort 140. Total yards, Dort 195 on 27 plays. Concordia, 213 on 39 plays. The defenders... Punted once, 28-yard average. Concordia, two punts for 37 yards. Penalties, Concordia, six for 35. Dort, two for 33. Individually, Keevan Drury, eight carries, 33 yards so far. Brock Lamley, four carries, 19 yards. Concordia, Ryan Durden, seven carries, 28 yards. Jake Kemp, 16 of 22 passing, 185 yards and two scores. Brock Lamley, 7 of 10 passing, one interception, 140 yards and two touchdowns. Logan Kreisel, six catches, 54 yards. Vincent Beasley, 5 for 47. Ryan Durden, 2 for 18. For the defenders, Levi Jungling, 4 for 84. Jake Dodge, 3 for 56. Tackles, Jordan Wyland leading the defenders with four solos, one assist. Casey Biker, five solos. Nathan Cabongo, five solos. And David Kakmarinski, four solos with a sack and two tackles for loss. We're at halftime. The defenders lead 21-13. Back with a look at the fairway scoreboard right after this. The fairway meat and grocery in Sioux Center. Serving the community since 1991. Brings this look at the scoreboard to you. At or near half, Morningside leads Hastings 42 to nothing. Jamestown and Midland are tied at 14. Briar Cliff leads Dakota Wesleyan 13 to 10. Doan leads Northwestern 10 to 6. That was in the second quarter. That got a little later start. That was a 1:30 start time in Orange City. And here in Sioux Center, Dort College leading Concordia 21-13. On the schedule for next week. The defenders on the road to Orange City to face Northwestern. Hastings is at Doan. Morningside's at Midland. Dakota Wesleyan is at Concordia. Briarcliff visits Jamestown. Dort soccer in action this afternoon. They travel to Seward, Nebraska to take on uh, the Concordia Bulldogs. Dort College volleyball in action. About an hour from now, the junior varsity will get started. That'll be a 3.30 start time. 
And uh, the varsity will get underway at 5 o'clock. If everything goes according to plan, we'll have that match 41 KDCR as we uh, transfer our equipment over to the DeWitt gym and uh, look to get started with pregame right at uh, pregame and first serve are going to be right on top of each other. Second half set to begin in about a minute. Let's take a break. We'll be back with the second half of play from Open Space Park right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web at KDCR885.com. Kickoff, short. Oh, it bounces off of a Dort player, and Concordia falls on top of it, and that is exactly what you don't want to start the second half. And uh, I don't know if Corey Petulium just got a late break on it. That ball skips off of the turf, hits his shin, and Concordia, best-case scenario for them, they get the football back in Dort College territory at the 28-yard line. Well, what uh, Dort was able to do really really well in the first half uh, catching that thing in the air and getting good positive field positions to start each drive uh, kind of backfired against them there. Well, defense is going to have to come up with a stop now. 21-13, a lot of football left. Obviously left to go in the first in the uh, ball game now. We start the second half. Forced out of bounds, the pass completion, and the Concordia Bulldogs. I was uh, so hoping the defenders were going to be able to be able to have the football right away and grind one out here, get a little breathing room, but Vincent Beasley, a catch on the far side. Concordia picks up right where they left off, a six-yard pickup on the play. Nothing fancy, second down and four. Kemp back to pass. He's going to roll left, throws towards the end zone, and the pass is out of the reach of the intended receiver. They go right back to Beasley. Coverage that time by Bosma, the safety. That'll bring up third down. Third down and four. Well, if you went away to grab something to eat or drink, thinking that kickoff, nothing big would happen, it did. Dort College unable to handle it. Concordia with a good field position to start the second half. Now the defense in a position come up with a play here. You can force Concordia into a fourth down situation. Third down and four. Kemp back to pass. He's going to roll left. Pass is complete. We've got a flag thrown at the... 23-yard line. For the time being, that will be enough yardage for a first down, a pickup of eight on the play, but I'm wondering what this flag is all about. Yeah, I don't know if... uh... False start. False start against Concordia. It had to have been the receiver. I think the receiver just got a little bit of a head start on the play, and uh, right in front of the side judge was able to see it. Now, what's a receiver looking for? What I mean, he should be how does that happen? <laughs> that, as a coach, I have asked that question many times because um, there's nothing more frustrating than uh, two people jumping. Uh, receiver, because they should be standing out there looking at the ball. There's no reason to, to jump. Um, and on the other side of the ball, when a nose tackle jumps, you can't get any closer to that thing. Um, but uh, quite often they react to the to the snap count, but um, yeah, as a coach, uh, I'm sure Coach Daverkow is uh, extremely frustrated because I'm sure they were thinking potentially even taking a shot in the end zone there um, and still have a fourth down, a manageable fourth down play if they wanted to go for it. 
Now they're in a situation where it's third and nine. Kreisel will check out of the football game. He was shaken up on the near sideline. I did not see him on the ground there. Six catches and 54 yards for Kreisel in the first half of play. That's a big loss if he can't continue. We'll keep an eye out for number 83 for Concordia if he's able to return. Third down and nine. Kemp surveys. Looking right, looking left. Has Durden on his right shoulder. Four down linemen for the defenders. Back to pass is Kemp. Kemp throws where the pressure came from. Pass complete. A gain of seven on the play. It's going to bring up a manageable fourth down, and it looks like two. Yeah, and good good uh, pass rush there uh, by the Dort defensive line. Uh, Kemp just, just able to get that pass off in time. Kemp, the quarterback, and now he will give way to Ferguson. Ferguson in. Want to double check that. Nope, they leave Kemp on the field. Ferguson lines up as a tight end. Fourth down and short. Concordia, football. They swing it off to the near side, and Cabongo tries to meet the receiver at the same time the ball does to Jart Free. He's a little late. Pass completed to Vincent Beasley, and that's a five-yard pickup and a Concordia first down. Yeah, and Cabongo just has to challenge the receiver there. If, if they want to throw a fade on fourth and one or two, uh, let them try, but uh, you can't give them an easy hitch. First down and 10, football at the 17. That time, a pump fake. Pass into the end zone, intercepted. Did Biker come down with it? Oh, they're going to roll it in, complete call. that as a great play by Casey, the Hudsonville, Michigan native. I thought he came down with it. He did, but they ruled that he was bobbling it as he went out of bounds, and that'll bring up second down and 10. Second down and 10 for Concordia and Concordia. Right there, that's the chess game where we were talking about, okay, Nathan has to come up and play a little t- play a little tighter on the play. They went to a pump fake and then went to the end zone, and Casey Biker, the safety over the top, very nearly makes the play. Yeah, and, and Cabongo is really in good position. It would have it taken an excellent throw to get it to him, uh, but Biker made a nice play on that. Ferguson, the quarterback. Ferguson. Shakes one tackler, still on his feet, and he's going to be punished at the end of that one. He had to work hard to get back to the original line of scrimmage. There was nothing there, and neither team's run game able to gather much footing here in this first half and now into the second half. It looks like more of the same for both teams. Yeah, and really, you know, you want to see a play get made in the backfield, and uh, there's a huge sigh uh, grumble from the the Dort crowd there but it really made the play when you force the ball carrier to have to redirect it just gives the defense time to rally Kemp facing third down and 11 back to pass under pressure passes incomplete Cabongo and we had a little friendly fire there Cabongo and Bashir Jones run into each other leaving the left side of the field completely exposed for Vincent Beasley but Concordia fails to deliver the ball to Beasley, that's an easy six where they walk in no problem. Right, and it was pass rush again, Mike, right? They had a good pass rush up the middle. Good job of staying in the lanes by the defensive line. Um, caused that incompletion. Back to pass on fourth down. Going to throw over the top. Pass is complete. Touchdown, Vincent Beasley. Wide open in the end zone. Touchdown of 17 yards. 
And the Dort defense unable to get off of the field, forcing Concordia into that fourth down situation. And they spread the Dort defense out, and they found a man in the middle of the end zone. And they draw to within 21-19, and I would imagine Concordia is going to be going for two here. Yeah, there's there's some different train of thought uh, in this situation. Take the take the one and 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 get a little closer. It's early in the second half, but um, I'm always of the thought if you have an opportunity to tie the game, you go for two in this situation. That's what we're going to see from Concordia here. They're going to run out of time here. Four seconds on the play clock. No three. They'll use a timeout. This is a pretty important play for them. They're not going to call timeout. Oh, they're asking to, to be reset. They. Oh my goodness! This this is not good officiating. They shouldn't be resetting it. The well, there's no reason to reset it here other than uh, a gift from the officials. Well, they're going to spread things out. You've got Kemp in the backfield with Durden left hash mark. They're going to go for two. Kemp throws it towards the end zone, and that's going to be well out of play. David, Ka- that wasn't Kakmarinski. That was Ostenink who applied the pressure on Kemp and the Dort defense. Come up with a play on the two-point conversion, and uh, the Dort defenders maintain a 21-19 lead. 21-19 our score. We uh, have a kickoff coming up shortly. You're listening to KDCR 88.5. Concordia draws to within 21-13, and now the defenders will take the kickoff. This is DeYoung. DeYoung at the 10 to the 20 to the 25. Breaks one tackle to the 30. And then driven backwards at the 31-yard line. And uh, after that last kick return, Kyle, uh, I'll take anything just to get Dort's offense back on the field. Absolutely, yeah. You just don't want to give up possessions, and and that's what's frustrating. And I'm sure Coach Penner's a little bit upset about uh, the start of the second half. Um, But in typical Dort fashion, I think they're going to bounce back with a nice uh, offensive series right here. 21-19, 21-19, you still have an opportunity to build on the lead. You've got a two-point advantage. Levi Sconehoven, the lone setback for the defenders. So Keith and Drury not on the field to start the second half of play. Handoff to Sconehoven. Sconehoven stood up at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. It's Well, they give him a one-yard pickup on the play. It's going to be second down and nine. I'm looking for number 25 on the sideline if this is a case where he is uh, injured or just electing to save him on this first possession. I uh, haven't spotted him yet. It'll be second down and nine. Second and nine. Hand off to Jungling. Jungling gets a block. He's to the 40, 45, 50, up the sideline, 30. Breaks a tackle, 25, still on his feet to the 20, down to the 18-yard line. And the Dort College defenders are in Concordia territory inside the 20. And Levi Jungling, those are the kind of runs where the offensive linemen will see that extra effort, I would imagine. And it's invigorating for the entire team to see that second effort. And and a play that really needed to happen for Dort right there. Uh, Swing the momentum back in their favor. Keevan Drury is on the field, so that's good news. He checks in. Handoff, Keevan. Keevan inside the 15, down to the 13-yard line. Seven-yard gain on the play. Drury had to cut it back to pick up the last three or so. It's going to be second down and three. Second and three, 10.45 remaining. Third quarter of play. Defenders up 21-19. 
Neither defense has asserted itself yet. Handoff, Drury. Drury may be back to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. It's going to be third down and three. I say that neither defense has asserted itself because of what's on the scoreboard, but really Concordia has taken it. Two of their scores have come on short fields. Exactly, yeah, and that's that's the key to this game. You just can't, uh, you know, and it's fairly closely a good balanced game. Uh, you can't give an offense those kind of opportunities. Movement on the line of scrimmage. Dort College doesn't budge. Walter Black on the right tackle. He didn't bite. Handoff. Drury. No. Lamley keeps it himself. Passes complete to Dodge inside the five. Down to the two-yard line, but we have a tackle, a flag on the play. And I believe that's going to be against Dort College. Yep. The initial indication was a penalty against Dort. I did not catch what the penalty was, but it's going to be a hold or an illegal block of some sort, I would imagine. And that'll wipe the first down play off of the... uh, That's going to be a hold against the defenders. Football at the... The uh, flag was thrown at the 13, so that will bring it back to the 23. Shoot, had something good happen. And now Dort College facing a third down and long situation. They need just inside the 10 for a first down, probably thinking in four down territory here. Yeah, 25, I, go ahead. I think you'll get a – it's tough to make a decision right now. Uh, I think uh, depending on what happens on this play, whether it will be a fourth down go for it or a field goal. Dort has two receivers to the right. Lamley scrambles, gets some time, plants, throws, up for grabs, and out of play. No one had a chance at that one. It's going to be fourth down and 13. Fourth and 13 – This would be a 40-yard field goal, and Brett Gaines is going to come off of the sideline and try try the long field goal. Well, these are important points, obviously. Uh, Take a two-point lead up to a five, force uh, Concordia to have to score a touchdown. Officially, this will be a 39-yard field goal. Breeze, what breeze there is, is a cross breeze. Gaines puts his foot into it. And Gaines, field goal, a new career long for Gaines, a 39-yard field goal, and the defenders take a five-point lead at 24-19. 24-19, the defenders leading. You're listening to KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Open Space Park right after this. The defenders, a 39-yard field goal by Brett Gaines, the GPAC Special Teams Player of the Week from last week. A couple of field goals and seven point after tries in the win over Hastings. Here this afternoon, missed on his first point after try, but hit another one. Jeff Papke, short kick. It's going to bounce at the 30, and Concordia is going to fall on top of it at the 32-yard line. And uh, from what I've seen of our kick return team, the consistency, Concordia starting at their own 32. You're you're playing against the big play, force them to put their offense on the field and see if your defense can come up with a play. Well, and and a similar philosophy is what Concordia used to start off the half, uh, get that ball on the ground and give uh, your coverage team an opportunity to field it. And it was close. Uh, Dort nearly ended up with the ball there. Vincent Beasley, I'm going to keep my eye on him. He's in the slot to the left. Kemp 
up to the line of scrimmage. We've not seen Kreisel back in for Concordia. Back to pass. Kemp looks left. He's going to hand it off to Durden. Durden, the ball carrier. I thought Dorton did a pretty good job of staying at home, and he hit the hole pretty hard on the right side. 13-yard gain on the play. Enough for a Concordia first down out to the 46-yard line. Clock stops momentarily as they move the sticks. And that'll bring up first down and 10. First down and 10. Concordia at their own 46-yard line. Durden averaging over 100 yards per game. 8.59 remaining in this third quarter. Cabongo that time timed it out correctly. Knocks it free from Lane Castaneda. And that'll be a second down play. So cor- Dort's cornerbacks need that kind of play to happen. Exactly, yeah. They they need to be able to jump those hitch routes. Hitch route. Routes and uh, you know last week had a pick six and had an opportunity to play the ball there. Really have to trust that your defense is going to be there over the top as well. Second down and ten. Kemp takes it, hands it off to Durden. Durden another carries to the midfield stripe and he's going to forward momentum into past the forty down to the thirty-seven yard line. And Concordia just that draw play, getting Dort's defense to over-pursue. And he's getting into the second level and picking up a first down for the Bulldogs. Well, the series to start the half uh, on the short field, Dort was really getting good pressure on Kemp at quarterback, good pass rush, and uh, Concordia's come back with a draw play to kind of offset that pressure. Let's see what Dort's defense does. If they're able to make the adjustment. Fake the handoff. Back to pass Kemp. Kemp throws it away. And he comes up holding his hand. I don't know if it was his left hand or right hand, but he's hurt. Yeah, he. I don't know if it was his follow-through or... It's his left it hand. Like not his left his, hand. It's, it's his non-throwing hand, so I don't know what happened, but he came up immediately clutching that to his stomach. And that'll bring a uh, back... Well, you're going to go with Ferguson now. And uh, he is the quarterback. We saw him play some in the first quarter, our first half at quarterback. Not as much of a threat to throw. We'll see if that carries out here. Yeah, it um, hasn't shown uh, even, a, even a willingness to, to put the ball in the air. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of uh, the dart defense in the, in the box stopping the run. And Concordia says, hold on a minute. Let's talk about this. At least give ourselves a chance. To get our feet under us, says uh, Robert Ferguson, 5'11", 240-pounder on the field. And uh, we'll see what Concordia does. This is a timeout on the field, charged to Concordia. Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, provides physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. This is KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Ferguson. On at quarterback, Durden in the backfield with him. Hand off to Durden, Durden nothing there. It's going to be third down and 10, and Concordia is going to have to throw the football with Ferguson in at quarterback. Otherwise, yeah. the defenders are just going to keep bringing everybody up into the box. Yeah, for sure. This is this could make uh, Concordia very one-dimensional. Um, yeah, you'll see if they come up with a new wrinkle here or if he's willing to throw the ball. 
You pointed it out. They've also lost Kreisel, it appears, for the game. Looks like his arm is in a sling. Third down and long for Concordia. Ferguson hands it off. Durden, Durden's going to pick up. Well, he might not pick up the first down. Good pursuit that time by the defenders. I was almost willing to give him the first down. They stop him after a five-yard gain. I'm not sure who made the official uh, initial contact. I think it might have been Josh Morozik coming up to make the tackle. It's going to be fourth down and long for the Bulldogs at the Dort College 34. They're in no man's land right now. They are. They're in that situation where you expect them to go for it here. Uh, really no reason to punt it, and, and obviously the, the field goal uh, would be over 50 yards. So you'll see Concordia going for it now. Certainly would anticipate Durden to get the ball in some way, shape, or form. Ferguson, the fullback, playing quarterback right now. Ferguson, and I believe we have a delay of game, or did we get a timeout called? Coach Dabrakow animated. Yeah, he's frustrated with his his uh, his fullback, now quarterback, Ferguson, with not getting that playoff in time. There just needs to be a little bit more of a sense of urgency on the offensive side of the ball to get the playoff in time. So another timeout charge to the Bulldogs, and those can be so caught. you got to treat them like gold, especially in a close game. His team trailing by five. They need to burn another timeout to ward off a delay of game penalty. So another timeout made possible by Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, providing physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. Fourth down, it's going to be a long five. Concordia needs... It appears to me the 28 to get a first down. Right now the football resting between the 34 and the 35. Oh, we have a new quarterback in the game. So Concordia going to number 10. And Dort will use their timeout. So quarterback is Andrew Perea. It's like a junior. Perea Jr. out of... Pico River, California. So Perea, the cat and mouse game continues. Concordia showing a different quarterback. Dort College, obviously thinking probably a run coming up. Now Dort needs to burn a timeout. Today's broadcast made possible by Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort College Athletics, providing physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. 6.47 left to play in the third quarter. This game grinding to a halt as the two teams, a little cat and mouse over in Orange City. It's uh, Northwestern, 21 unanswered. They lead Doan 21-10. And Midland trails Jamestown 21-14. 6.47 remaining in the uh, third quarter. And Perea still in at quarterback. Perea. Barking signals. Perea back to pass under pressure. He's going to scramble right. He's got enough room for a first down, and he picks up the first down by a yard as Connor Bosma, the safety, has to come up and make the tackle. But Perea that time didn't see anything he liked in terms of a pass opportunity, and he uh, scrambles for the first down. Brady Fitzke comes in. Now he's going to line up at uh, wide receiver. He's also the punter for Concordia. 
Perea will stay in at quarterback. So Concordia electing to stay with Perea. Perea hands it off. Durden. Durden, the ball carrier, and Durden is brought down almost immediately. That's Wyland on the tackle. It's going to be second down and ten. Still got to think you're going to play Concordia to run first here in this situation. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure Coach Dabrikow doesn't want to put too much on uh, you know, his backup quarterback, but at least he allows them uh, some options offensively to either run or throw. Perea. He must be listed on the uh, – he'd be on the three deep, evidently. And we have movement as uh, one of the flankers lining up jumps off and uh, just a little too antsy. That was Colmoose. Colmoose jumps off, five-yard penalty, second down and 15. Yeah, and there's probably about a 90% chance the ball was going to him, and he was thinking, <laughs> I'm, I, I need to get going here. Um, that's not allowed. Second down and 15. Now when your number gets called, though, you're really a little, the, the adrenaline starts to pump. Second down and 15. Back to pass, Perea. Perea's going to throw it into coverage and broken up by Cabongo. No flags on the play. It'll be third down and 15. Yeah, nice job by Cabongo not uh, interfering there and getting his head turned around just in time to, to knock the ball away. Pass intended for Lane Castaneda. Castaneda lining up on the far side. Perea. Pass falls incomplete. So with 5-10 left to go in the third. Perea facing third down and 15. He's got Durden to his left. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Handoff draw to Durden. Durden that time nothing there. Good penetration by the defenders. Going to guess Logan Fanning. Nope, David Kakmarinski. Kakmarinski on the tackle, submarining the play. It's going to be fourth down and long. Yeah, and good discipline there by uh, the Dort defense, uh, recognizing the draw play and, and playing it smart. A loss on the play. It's going to bring up fourth down and looks like 14 in Concordia decision time. And it looks they do not feel good about their chances against the Dort offense the way it appears to me. Uh, because you could do a punt and pin situation here. Instead, they're going to go for it. Fourth down and long. Perea back to pass under pressure, and he's brought down Josh Morozik, shooting the gap, making the tackle. And I understand you don't want to give the ball back, but Perea in an awful situation there. He drops back to pass, and uh, that rush came pretty quick. Well, and the, the part that I'm maybe question a little bit is you have a pretty solid punter he's shown to be pretty good the way he rolls out with his rugby style punt um, there's a very good chance he's going to knock that thing inside the the 15 that's that's a 15 20 yard improvement in terms of field position now you have Dort with the ball on the 42 yard line Dort with an opportunity to shift the momentum in their favor 421 left to play third quarter defenders up by five Running option is Lamley. Lamley running to the edge. He's got 12 yards, and he runs out of bounds. No flags on the play. The defenders in Concordia territory at the 46-yard line. First down and 10 for the defenders in Concordia territory. So the defenders up by five. 
And the handoff, no. Keeping it is Lamley. Lamley to jungling. Jungling wide open at the 30. Driven down at the 24-yard line. Finally tackled by Concordia's linebacker. And making that tackle, Zach Walter. Walter on the stop. But not before Dort picks up another first down down to the 24-yard line. Lamley fakes the handoff. He's going to throw towards the end zone. Ball is batted in the air. Incomplete. Matthew O. Slack, the intended receiver. And your stomach jumps up into your throat <laughs> there as the ball bounces into the air. thought someone was going to come down with it on their back. Instead, it falls to the artificial turf. Incomplete. First down, uh, pardon me, second down and 10 for the defenders. Yeah, and Dort just running there. Their patented run-pass option, and uh, not a bad shot by Lamley to take a shot at the end zone there. O'Slack in motion, right to left. Back to pass Lamley. Lamley still on his feet, and he's going to be brought down. The first man didn't get him, but the second one did, making the tackle for Concordia. That's Blake Culbert, and I don't believe that's correct either. He's listed as a backup quarterback. So loss on the play. What looked very promising now, Dort facing third down and 21. They need the 14-yard line for a first down, and they're currently at the 35. Well, and, and you probably don't want to be thinking about the sticks here. Get, uh, you know, 10, 12 yards and maybe have a chance to either go for it, make it a more legitimate chance. Or a field goal shot. Brock Lamley throws an interception and now a convoy up the sideline. And Brock Lamley throws it into coverage. Passes intercepted and coming away with it. That was number two who I don't, I'm just not confident that that is Colbert. But uh, that's what we had on our initial roster. I'll double check one other roster as well. So Concordia gets it back at the 40. At the Dort College, 40. It's probably Cajun Cox. Six foot, 210 pound linebacker. First down and 10 for the Bulldogs after that interception on third down and long. Perea, quarterback, back to pass. And that hitch completed inside the 35-yard line. So a gain of five on the play. It's going to be second down and five. Well, missed opportunity for the defenders on offense. 2.27 remaining, third quarter. Dort trailing, uh, leading 24 to 19. 24 to 19. Second interception today by the Concordia defense. Back to pass, no. Draw play. They hand it off to Durden and Morozik on the tackle along with Tyson Dahlgren. That's going to bring up third down, a loss of a couple on the play. As Durden, not much there, he loses two. Yeah, and a good defensive play. Um, Really sniffing out the uh, draw play. Tyson Dahlgren, 6'3", 230-pounder from Harrisburg, Nebraska. He was the feature on the pregame show for current players. Perea back to pass, and his pass is batted down incomplete. And it'll bring up fourth down and long for the Bulldogs at the Dort College 37-yard line. So decision time again for Concordia. Fourth down and seven. They, uh, yeah, Concordia and I, needs the 30. 
Yeah, here, here you got the punt team coming on the field, I believe. Yeah, Brady Fitzke comes off of the sideline. Looks like he's favoring that right hip. He, he came limping in off of the sideline. Cortland King will leave the game for Concordia. Uh, pardon me, for Dort. Ostenink back in for the defenders and the punt return. Dort will hustle a player off the field, and it's going to be a 12 players on the field penalty against Dort. It's short punt, but now Concordia will have five free yards, and they'll probably go for it on fourth down and two. Yeah, I think we, and judging by the punt, I, I think we know what's making the decision a little bit tougher, easier, whatever, for Coach Dabrikow. Uh, he did not look Fitzky good. doesn't have it. He uh, looks to be a little bit hobbled, and, and that was a very poor punt. Looks like about a nine-yarder. Yeah, it was only nine yards, and Dort's going to be called for 12 players on the field. Still be fourth down, but now a fourth and uh, what about it's going to be two, two or three. Yeah. Well, Fitzke will stay on the field as a tight end, but just don't ask him to punt the way it looks to me. Fourth down and short. Durden in the backfield. 134 remaining in the third quarter. Dort with a 24-19 advantage. Perea the quarterback. Send a man in motion. That's Durden. Perea. Pass batted down. Tyson Dahlgren, the old basketball player, knocks it away. And the defenders will take over first down and 10 at their own 32. Tyson talked about his basketball background during our pregame show. And that time he played it. Ball was up in the air. He simply bats it away. Perea not the tallest of quarterbacks either. And uh, Dort's taking advantage of that. Yeah, and and uh, just smart football. Um, you know, you see Durden uh, swinging out to uh, the quarterback's right. And they obviously wanted to keep the, the pass game sl- simple for your backup. And... Uh, Tried to get it out there quick, and nice play. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 33. A score here just feels like it would be huge if Dort could put a drive together. Hand off to Drury. No. Pass completed over the middle to... Well, that pass was completed to Dort's Ben Hovelhorst. It was on the tip of my tongue. Just couldn't <laughs> spit it out. Ben Hovelhorst, completion to the 45. Yuba City, California, that rolls off the tongue easily. First down and 10 for the defenders at the 45-yard line. I'm sure after that last series, uh, Coach Penner just kind of got in Lamley's ear and, hey, keep it simple. Don't try to do too much. 109 left to go in the third. Rolling right is Lamley. Lamley looking near the line of scrimmage. Tries to thread the needle to Jake Dodge, and instead it is intercepted. Zach Walter, another interception, and the Dort defense is going to have to come up with a play again with 52 seconds left to go in the third quarter. Yeah, you know, you, Lamley's taking that uh, rollout, extending the play, uh, just has to know when to, you know, take what the, the defense is giving you and, you know, take three or four or five yards on the run and, and be satisfied with it, but not throw late over the middle back against your the, your body it's uh that's a recipe for disaster first and 10 concordia at their own 39 yard line you just feel like someone's going to break loose with a big play on one of these possessions 
Inside handoff, Durden. Durden, nothing there. They're really trying to restrict the playbook, it looks like, for Perea. And uh, Durden, the focal point, obviously, of the Dort College scouting report. And there's nothing there for Durden again. It's going to be second down and 12. Well, and, and you're right. They're uh, shrinking the playbook for a backup quarterback, and um, that always is tough for an offense. But uh, at some point, he's going to have to throw the ball downfield. And we saw that last week with Hastings. When they brought their backup in, they, they threw everything at Dort, and they had some success. Obviously, we don't know the personnel that well. Perea's pass batted down, incomplete. It's going to be third down and 12. Third and 12, and the Dort College pass rushers really getting after Perea right now. Yeah, this uh, defensive line is really playing well for, for Dort right now. All, all guys up front are getting off the ball well and, and uh, getting their hands up, batting balls away. They list him at 6-1. I don't believe that. He's not. He, he's having a difficult time delivering that pass over the top. Third down and 12. Ten seconds remaining, third quarter. See if the defense can get a stop. Back to pass, Perea. Perea under pressure again, hit as he makes the throw. Pass falls incomplete. Pressure applied by the defenders, Logan Fanning. Nick Bile also there, and that's going to bring up fourth down and 12. (laughs) That poor kid has to come out and punt. Brady Fitzke, it looks painful just watching him trot trot in off of the sideline. And uh, Well, if, I'd like to see Dort bring some pressure off of Dort's left side here uh, with his rugby-style kick. Um, he's, he's not real quick with the ball right now. He gets it away, and that's going to be about what you expect. And we'll have good starting field position. 12-yard. That's a 12-yard punt. Dort College will take over first down and 10 at the 15. Right now, the war of attrition playing out to Dort's favor. It is. Uh, you know, Concordia looks to be a little beat, beat up right now. Um, pretty limited with the backup quarterback. Uh, you're going to see them probably come out with something a little bit different and try to stretch the field a little bit uh, at some point here. But it be really important for Dort to uh, finish this drive with some points. First down and 10 when the quarter, when the uh, play resumes. That was the last play of the third quarter. We'll be back with the fourth quarter of play right after this. First down and 10 for the defenders moving from right to left or from, well, they hand it off to Drury, and Drury running towards the north end zone. East to the 30, 25, 20, 15, inside the 15, down to the 14-yard line. And backup quarterback for Dort College, Tyler Reynolds, comes on. The freshman from Yuba City, California. Played in uh, cleanup duty last week at Hastings. He is on in relief. And uh, Keevan Drury, that time, swings the field for the defenders. It's first down and 10 at the 14. Matthew O. Slack in motion, left to right. Reynolds is going to run option. Reynolds with it. Reynolds down to the five-yard line. And... uh, that's going to bring up second down, and it looks like a couple. So Dort going to a, a quarterback change, see if they can get Brock settled down. A couple of interceptions here, and Tyler Reynolds on in relief. Reynolds takes a snap, hands it off. Drury, Drury, first down, and then some. Is he in? 
Waiting for the indication. Just short. Nope, they're going to say nope. Dort will have four more cracks at it. So first down and goal to go. Looks like inside the one. Drury in the backfield. Sconehoven also on the right shoulder of Reynolds. They hand it off. No. Reynolds keeps it himself. Weaving his way forward. Can't get there. It's second down and goal to go. Touchdown here would be huge, Kyle. It would. Uh, yeah, those would be some big points. And they got to feel good about their situation here. Still second and uh, second goal at the one. Second and goal to go at the one. Concordia has outgained Dort slightly. Well, no, now it's changed, obviously, here in the fourth quarter. Jungling in motion. They hand it off. Sconehoven. Sconehoven at the goal line. He's in. Touchdown. Levi Sconehoven. Sconehoven lowers the head, does the dirty work, and the defenders are on the board, leading 30 to 19 with a point after pending. Currently an 11-point lead, and I would imagine they're going to go for one here. And Brett Gaines is off of the sideline, and he will uh, kick out of the hold of Bailey Anderson. 50-yard drive culminating with a one-yard touchdown run by Sconehoven. Brett Gaines on to attempt the point after. Snap is down. Kick is up. Kick has plenty of distance. It's good. And the defenders have taken a 31-19 lead. 31-19 hour score. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88-5. Back with more right after this. Well, through three quarters, Dort had a slight 285-277 yardage gained advantage. But you look at the time of possession through three quarters, Dort had it just about 12 minutes, and Concordia had it the balance. So uh, that time of possession, not nearly as important as it used to be. Levi jungling 51 yards on three carries through three quarters. He also has five catches for 106 yards. For Concordia, Ryan Durden, 15 carries for 54 yards, and They've been pretty hard to come by. Dort College taking a two-score lead, 31-19. to And the way this one has gone, Kyle, a two-score lead just seems it has that feel of being a three- or four-score difference. Well, especially when uh, you're down to your backup quarterback for Concordia. That's, uh, that's a huge limiting factor for their offense. And, you know, if, if Dort can get their hands on the ball and really milk the clock uh, – they're feeling pretty good about the situation right now. As they should, Jeff Papke to kick. Papke, pooch kick, taken at the 38-yard line by one of the up men, and Levi Sconehoven pulling double duty today on special teams. Concordia will take over first down and 10 at their own 41-yard line, and that is something that we have seen Dort do more of on special teams. Uh, Their personnel packages, uh, they're putting some guys out there that they – feel comfortable in a special team situation. Yeah, exactly. You had uh, a number of both offensive and defensive starters out there uh, making plays. But, uh, yeah, you want to get your athletes on the field. That's an important part of the game, obviously. And disappointing part here is that Concordia is starting the ball with the ball on the 41-yard line. Well, the uh, musical chairs for quarterback continues for Concordia. They put Ferguson back on the field, and they're just going to try to run with him, and he picks up five yards on the play, maybe six, 
And it's going to be second down and uh, manageable. Uh, it's going to be three, so a pickup of seven on the play for Ferguson. What they tried on the last series, they didn't feel worked, so they go back to Ferguson, the running quarterback, and Ferguson just trying to weave his way forward. But it certainly appears to me the playbook very limited for Concordia with Ferguson in at quarterback. Yeah, you know, I think I think they like to use him just as a as a short yardage uh power backfield set and let him kind of run the ball inside but uh oh now they got a new quarterback in got Perea back in third down and two it's got to be challenging offensive I mean we talk about what the defense has to adjust to but it has to be challenging offensively shifting gears it does Perea under center Perea handoff Durden Durden not there it's going to be fourth down near midfield I'm guessing Concordia is going to go for it this, this could be the ball game in effect right here for the Bulldogs. He did not yeah, pick up is, positive yardage, a loss of one. Right. Yeah, you know, you get a you get your backup quarterback in and, and you don't allow him an opportunity to really get in the groove of the game when you have Ferguson taking about half of the snaps at, at the quarterback position. They need the Dort 49 for a first down. They leave Ferguson in at quarterback. Durden is the running back. Back to pass Ferguson. Ferguson underthrows it, passes incomplete, and the defenders will have a first down at the 48-yard line. I, I'll be honest, Mike, I, I, I don't see that one. Uh, and granted, I'm not at practice. I don't see what Ferguson can do. And I don't see what uh, their their backup quarterback situation is, but uh, you're going to have a fullback throwing a hitch route uh, when you take your, your backup quarterback out of the game. Um, I question that move a little bit, but again, I, I'm not at practice. I don't see what's going on. Tyler Ferguson in at quarterback for the, uh, pardon me, Tyler Reynolds in at quarterback for the defenders. He turns, hands, gives to Drury. Drury, the ball carrier. Drury picks up a couple on the play. Concordia down to their final timeout as well. And for Dort, you, start, you want to start flipping the script on Concordia and maybe milk a little clock here. Yeah, you want to, it's a it's a sticky situation. You want to do that, but you also want to keep your offense in a groove. Offense has not been on the field much here this afternoon for the defenders. Leading 31 to 19 though is Dort. 12 point advantage, 10:50 remaining. Reynolds, 10 seconds on the play clock to work with. The freshman surveys, backs up, 5 seconds. Now four, he gets the play off. He's in the backfield, caught, and uh, struggles away. Still on his feet, and he's going to pick up some positive yardage. A gain of about five on the play. and He made if, something out of nothing right there. I don't know if he had the Crisco on the sidelines, <laughs> uh, getting, uh, getting it on his jersey, but Concordia could not grab a hold of him. It's going to be third down and five. Third and five, Reynolds. Pretty, pretty slippery on that play. Third down and five. Dort looking to the sideline. Ten minutes remaining in this one. The defenders up by a couple of scores. Fourth game of the year. Dort trying to go to three and one, two and one in the conference. Trying to snap a nine-game losing skid to Concordia in the series. And Keevan Drury stopped at the 41-yard line. It's going to be fourth down, and Dort is going to put this one in back in the hands of their defense. They're going to punt as... Uh, 
Casey Biker will come in from the sideline, and they're going to try to force Concordia to go a long distance rather than risking. You can pick up 20 or 30 yards maybe here, and from what I've seen, those could be 20 or 30 pretty valuable yards yeah. for Concordia, for Dort College. Yeah, and with what Concordia has been able to muster offensively here the last couple series, this is a play field position. Pin them down deep and, and see what your defense can do. Biker angling this one towards the sideline. Didn't angle it enough. Ball's going to skip into the end zone. Ends up being a t- net of 21 on the punt as it skips into the end zone. Touchback. 20-yard line, first down and 10 for Concordia. Yeah. Go ahead. And with, uh, yeah, we mentioned it before, with the time left in the game, your 12-point lead uh, force this Concordia offense to go 80 yards with the ball, and um, it hasn't been their strength here today, so feel pretty good about the way the defense has been playing, so you get them back on the field. We'll take a look at the scoreboard in just a little bit. Scores pretty interesting across the conference. Well, let's do it right now. It's made possible by Fairway Grocery. Jamestown and Midland tied 28 to 28 midway through the fourth quarter. Morningside still big on up big on Hastings. Uh, don't have an update on that though. Dakota Wesleyan and Briarcliff tied at 13. Pass batted at the line of scrimmage. Knocked down again. I believe that was Tyson Dahlgren who got a hand on it. And that will bring up second down and 10 as it drops to the ground. Northwestern leads Doan 21-10. to 10, That also in the third quarter. So the defenders up 31-19. Clock stops on the incomplete pass. Dort playing with a 12-point lead. Play clock winding down. 10 seconds. Perea the quarterback. So they brought Perea back in. Sent a man in motion. They flip it to the end around and he's racing to the sideline and he is stood up by Bosma and then punished at the end and uh, tackle Jalen Placide in on the tackle as well and uh, trying to get to the corner was Corell Colmus and he loses two on the play. Yeah, that- nice pursuit by the Dort defense there as uh, we got everybody involved with the linebackers and the safeties uh, running to the ball well. And that will officially go as a pass attempt because the flip was forward. So a pass for negative yards. And Ryan Durden in the backfield. Perea, his quarterback. Third down and 11. Back to pass is Perea. Perea under pressure. Flushed from the pocket. Still on his feet. And he is brought down out of the pocket. He is knocked down. Well short of the first down marker. And Concordia is forced to punt. And this is going to give Dort, unless Brady Fitzke is feeling a lot better than he did on the last two punts, Dort's going to get this in all likelihood in pretty good field position. Fitzke came in averaging 40 yards per punt. His last two, indicative of a player who is, uh, I think he's got something going with his hip. Really favoring it as he came in from the sideline. And gets it away. Didn't get full extension on it. Ball's on the ground at the midfield stripe. Evan Dickerson gets away from it. 28-yard punt. Uh, We'll give him 32 on the punt. Dort will take over first down and 10 at their own 46. Everybody yelling, get away, get away. Well, the defenders definitely in a good position here to go to 3-1. 
after that uh, game they'd like to have back, but it doesn't work that way with Doan. They've rebounded with two pretty solid performances. And here this afternoon trying to seal the deal. 7.32 left to go in the fourth quarter. Dort up a couple of scores. Reynolds in at quarterback. Fakes the handoff to DeYoung. Stood up. Gains a couple on the play. It's going to be second down and eight. Well, if you're Concordia in this situation and you're, you, you're limited right now, what are you trying to do on defense? Well, defensively, uh, yeah, you want to go back to the basics and just play solid defense. You're, you're probably not in a game that's uh, real winnable at this point, but uh, you're telling your guys, hey, you got to cause a turnover, you got to make something big happen. First, uh, second down and eight. This time they hand it to DeYoung. DeYoung sweeping right side. He's got a first down. Spun around and finally dropped. And uh, DeYoung, a 5'11", 175-pounder from Kuna, Idaho, able to race to the edge. And he picks up a first down for the defender. 6'49", left to go in the game. First down and 10. Football at the 42. Reynolds looks to the sideline. Tyler Reynolds, this is his third series. First one resulted in a score. Last one resulted in a punt. Schoenhoven, that's Levi in the backfield. In motion is DeYoung. They hand it off to Schoenhoven. Schoenhoven, the ball carrier, and Schoenhoven to the 35-yard line. He gains seven on the play. And this is where the luxury of having a player like Schoenhoven, who is obviously he's been in on a lot of plays, he's been throwing blocks, but he has not had many carries. And uh, this is where he can really start to grind things out. Exactly. He's pretty fresh, and he he only gets better with each carry. So uh, you're going to see him get the bulk of this uh, fourth quarter action, I would imagine. Young football players out there, take a look at the transformation. He gained about 10 or 12 pounds in the offseason, pretty good weight, and that has made him more durable and much more difficult to bring down. And there he picks up six on the play. First down for Schoenhoven at the 30-yard line. Yeah, and uh, Coach Penner's just gone to the the check-with-me offense here. He's uh, taking his time with the play calls. Keeps Keeps your offense alive and ready to make a play uh, but they're doing a nice job of taking some time off the clock first down and 10 football at the 30 DeYoung in motion dive play again to the fullback Schoenhoven Schoenhoven breaks a tackle and is finally dragged down and that is a touchdown saving tackle by the linebacker Derek Tavoski easy for me to say say yeah, he's got it down to the 18-yard <laughs> line. Not to be confused with the composer Tchaikovsky. But uh, first down and 10 at the 17-yard line. Now we got fresh legs in the game. Jury comes in. Schoenhoven will scoot over and be a blocking back in all likelihood. Man in motion is jungling. Hand it to Levi. Jungling. Weaving his way forward. 15 up the right sideline. Turns on the Jets. Steps out of bounds. Oh, they're going to say he was out at the 10-yard line. It's going to bring up second down. Hmm. Well, he had a much better angle on it, obviously. The official, though, very demonstrative. As, uh, he got it down at the 10-yard line. So a gain of... Seven on a bait gear pardon eight on the play. It's going to be second down and two, and the clock an ally for the defenders right now. Four minutes remaining, and a score here, a touchdown here would in all likelihood finish it off. 
Still a difficult task, unless you have some really strange things happen. Drury is the running back. They hand it off to Keevan. Keevan still on his feet, picks up a first down inside the 10 down to the 6-yard line. This Concordia team, it has not been for lack of effort. They have tried a lot of different things, but... Yeah, you see a young football team in that Cordia, Concordia bunch, and uh, yeah, when you're trying to find your identity offensively and then you have a quarterback get injured, it's it's tough. We have been there. I've seen it, and you've got personnel shuffling in and out, and continuity is difficult. Reynolds, the quarterback for the defenders, hands it off. Drury, Drury's going to waltz into the end zone, straight up the middle, offensive line, does the job. And the, he just followed his center, Cody Hanks, straight up the gut. Five-yard touchdown run for the defenders, and Dort has put this one out of reach. They lead 37-19 with 3.14 remaining in the fourth quarter. Well, offensive bunch is really playing with, with a lot of confidence right now, uh, and the offensive line has taken over this game. 3.14 remaining. Brett Gaines to try and make it a 19-point game. And he splits the uprights, and the defenders lead it, 38-19. You're listening to Dort College Football on KDCR 88.5. Back with more from Open Space Park right after this. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center 88.5. We're also live on the World Wide Web, KDCR885.com. Jeff Papke kicking off, and Papke... An end-over-end kick that will be taken at the 12-yard line. Out to the 20, to the 25, 30. And brought down at the 38, beg your pardon, the 34-yard line. That return by Carell Colmus. And the Concordia Bulldogs have it first down and 10. And for the Bulldogs, things pretty difficult right now. Trailing by 19, 38-19. And uh, let's see if they go put Perea at quarterback or if they turn it back to their fullback, eh, it's going to be Perea. Perea is going to run quarterback for Concordia. Yeah, the reality of their situation is while this game may be out of reach, um, you have to start developing some type of identity because they might not have their starting quarterback back a week from now. We do not know the extent of his injury. We do know it, it certainly appeared to be his left hand. Uh, That was Jake Kemp leaving his non-throwing hand. It may be a situation. Maybe you can get him ready if it's his non-throwing hand. We just don't know. But he was not able to play here in the second half after leaving with that injury. Second down and six, Perea. Perea under center. Eye formation for the Bulldogs. They hand it off to Durden, and Durden met as he gets the handoff. That could have been a disaster. David Kakmarinski. At the mesh point, comes up and... David just about took that, that handoff. He could have. Uh, Durden gets up, adjusts the shoulder pads. And Durden, everything Durden has gotten today, he has had to earn. 2.05 remaining. Dort leading, 38-19. 38-19, under two minutes to go. Uh, Concordia is going to have to use their final timeout. So a timeout on the field, and uh, we're going to take a timeout ourselves. The uh, Dort College defenders certainly appears they're going to move to 
three and one this football season. This time out made possible by Sioux Center Health, the provider of choice for Dort Athletics, providing physician athletic training and physical therapy services for Dort athletes. Sioux Center Health committed to delivering an excellent experience to every person at every encounter. Dort up 38-19 when we resume play after Concordia burns their final timeout. Other games going on in the conference. Dakota Wesleyan and Briarcliff tied 13-13. That is now in the fourth quarter. Northwestern and Doan. Northwestern leads 21-17. That is approaching the end of the third quarter. Midland and Jamestown are tied 28-28. How are you? So third down and 12. Third and 12, Concordia, back to pass Perea. Perea floats it up, and it's completed. Durden catches the pass, 12-yard pickup on the play. Casey Biker comes over to knock Durden out of bounds, but not before Durden picks up a first down. 140 remaining ball game, Dort leading 38-19. Looking to the sideline is Perea. Concordia is out of timeouts. That look at your scoreboard made possible by Fairway Meat and Grocery in Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. Perea, the quarterback. Perea, shotgun. Hands it off, Durden. Durden, trying to find somewhere to go. Nothing there. Morozik there on the tackle along with Tyson Dahlgren. And that'll take us under a minute to go. Concordia cannot stop the clock. It's second down and nine, a one-yard pickup for Durden. Yeah, nice job defensively of uh, guys playing their fits, uh, being in the right gap, and and making a nice play. Taking a look at the stats, Durden right now, 18 carries, 52 yards, 2.9 yards per carry at a long of 16. So other than that long of 16, uh, it's been pretty tough to come by. Now Dort will call a timeout. Timeout on the field, charge to the defenders, facing second and nine are the Concordia Bulldogs. Sedort has one timeout remaining. So next week for the defenders, they go on the road to Orange City to take on Northwestern. And if Northwestern hangs on to that lead with Doan, Northwestern will be 5-0 entering play. Dort will be 3-1. Northwestern will be 4-0 in the conference. Dort will be 2-1. Across the league, uh, really some surprises I feel today in terms of how close some of those contests are Jamestown and Midland tied at 28. I did not expect that, no. especially in Fremont. Dakota Wesleyan and Briarcliff, we were curious how Briarcliff would bounce back after the loss last week to Morningside. Looks like they're back and being competitive, so uh, that leads to a competitive finish to the season as we head into October. Perea, the quarterback, 39 seconds remaining, second and nine. Back to pass, Perea. Perea, pass underneath, is complete. And that's going to be just enough for a first down on the pass completion. And that pass, a 12-yard pickup. They'll stop the clock momentarily as they move the chains. It's first down and 10. It's going to be an interesting October yet. Oh, for sure. We're, we're early in the season. Um, and this Concordia team, they're just looking right now for something to build on. Uh, get this quarterback some confidence. Perea back to pass under pressure. Pass is complete. Cabongo makes the tackle. Short of the first down, though. 
They're going to have to hustle to get another playoff. 21 seconds on the clock. Now 15. Second down and short. Perea back to pass. He's going to throw it towards the sideline. Very nearly picked off. Cabongo had a pick, uh, a pick last week. Would have been his second of the year. That one in and out of his hands. It's going to be third down and one. Yeah, did a nice job of jumping that route. Uh, he's seen it enough today where he feels confident in, in making that read. Third down and one. 38-19. Concordia facing third and one. Perea back to pass. We had a flag on the play. Seven seconds remaining. So flag on the play. It's either going to be a first down for the Bulldogs or third and seven. Well, third and six, I should say. Looks like it's going to be against Concordia. So third and six, and this in all likelihood will be the last play of the contest. Well, Dort's offense came alive in the second half. Had almost 400 yards of offense. Yeah, they they just had too many drives cut short from uh, penal, uh, from we had some interceptions there. Yeah, and, yeah, you, you give up those opportunities to put points on the board. Third down and six, eight seconds on the clock. And Concordia, I formation. You've got Durden in the backfield. Two receivers to the right. And they hand it off to Durden. Durden, nothing there, and that's going to be the ball game. Clock will wind down. The defenders will take a 38-19 win over the Concordia Bulldogs here this afternoon. The defenders go to 3-1, and 2-1 and one in the conference. Concordia falls to 1-2 and 2-2. Two and two and two. You're listening to KDCR Sioux Center, 88.5. Kyle, we're going to be shutting it down here in just a little bit. Your final thoughts on today's contest. Uh, uh, Offenses took a little bit to get going, but once they finally did, Dortz yeah. finally took care of business. Exactly. Yeah, did went back to what they've had success with and and uh, simplified the game plan and did some really good things offensively. Uh, they got a lot of good things going there. What I'm honestly, what I'm more uh, impressed with is is what uh, the defense has done the last two weeks. They played really well, um, and. and that's going to be huge next week because uh, they're going to run into a pretty powerful offense. Probably haven't seen the best two offenses the last two weeks uh, with this Concordia group and the, and the team out of Hastings. But, uh, you know, when you, when you play well, uh, there's a lot of good things to build on. Kyle, thanks for coming by again, and uh, we'll catch up with you again this week. All right. Thanks, Mike. That's Kyle Achterhoff, and uh, we're going to get started now with the Wireless World postgame wrap. We'll be back with a Wireless World post-game wrap with a wrap-up of our scoring and our final statistics right after this. This is Dort College Football on KDCR. The Dort College defenders, a 38-19 winner this afternoon over the Concordia Bulldogs. First win for the defenders since their initial season of varsity football. Similar day, a little warmer than this in October, way back, what was it, 2007. And uh, the defenders got a win that day. Here this afternoon, Dort, a winner over Concordia, 38-19. Jake Kemp opened up the scoring on a pass to Logan Kreisel. 
With 5.13 left to go in the first quarter, 7-0 Concordia led. Dort College came back with a touchdown pass from Lamley to Dodge, making it 7-6 with 2.50 left to go in the first quarter. In the second quarter, Brock Lamley, a pass to Levi Jungling for 44 yards and a touchdown, capping a four-play 57-yard drive to make it 14-7. Concordia got back to within 14-13, but they would never regain the lead. Levi Sconehoven gave Dort a 21-13 lead at half on a one-yard touchdown run, capping a 10-play 62-yard drive. Jake Kemp completed a pass to Vincent Beasley for a score to make it 21-19 in the third quarter. Brett Gaines followed with a 39-yard field goal, uh, capping a six-play 45-yard drive. to make it 24-19, the defenders led. And then with 13.04 left to go in the, third, in the ball game, Levi Sconehoven gave Dort a 31-19 lead, and Keith and Drury added a score at the 3.14 mark to make it 38-19, the defenders with the victory. Final uh, stats, Dort outgains. Concordia, 397 to 325. Concordia, 26 of 44 passing, 257 yards. The defenders, 9 of 16 passing, 175 yards. Dort ran for 222 yards. Concordia, 68. Penalties. The defenders, 4 penalties for 48 yards. Concordia, 9 penalties for 50 yards. Individually, Keith and Drury, 16 carries, 97 yards. Levi Jungling, 4 for 57. Levi Sconehoven, 7 for 27. Brock Lamley, 9 of 16 passing. Two touchdowns, 175 yards, and three interceptions. Levi Jungling, 5 catches, 106 yards. Jake Dodge, 3 for 56. Ben Hubelhorst, 1 for 13. Casey Biker punted twice, 34.5 yards per punt average. Ryan Durden. 20 carries for 51 yards for Concordia. Jake Kemp, 21 of 34 passing, 224 yards. And Vincent Beasley, 10 catches for 83 yards. Logan Kreisel, 6 catches for 54 yards, but he left with an injury in the third quarter, and that, along with an injury to Jake Kemp, really changed the complexion of this football game. The defenders improved to 2-1 in the conference. Concordia falls to 1-2. Let's take a look at our scoreboard, made possible by Fairway Meat and Grocery and Sioux Center, serving the community since 1991. Morningside defeats Hastings 65-0. Jamestown and Midland in the fourth quarter tied 28-all. Briar Cliff over Dakota Wesley in 2013. That's in the fourth quarter. Northwestern clinging to a 21-17 lead on Doan, also in the fourth quarter. Here in Sioux Center, it was Dort 24, Concordia 19. Schedule for next week, Morningside at Midland, Hastings is at Doan, Dakota Wesleyan's at Concordia, Briarcliff visits Jamestown. We have one final piece of business, and that is the Pizza Ranch Defender Player of the Game. Sioux Center Pizza Ranch located at the Center Mall, now opening its buffet immediately following home Defender football games in 2018. You can visit its location on Main Avenue or place an order for delivery or pickup, 712-722-3988, or online at Pizza Ranch. Dot com. Our player of the game today, Levi Jungley. Levi, five catches, 106 yards for a touchdown. Also had four carries for 57 yards. That's going to do it for our broadcast, and that is the Wireless World Post Game Wrap. For KDCR Sports, I'm Mike Biker. Good afternoon.